Mike, turn your games down. Hi, everyone. Episode 188 of Games My Mom Found. I'm just a bug, and who's with me tonight? Papanada. <laughs> Nate! <laughs> I made it through Deep Nest. Well, welcome back. Hello, thanks for having me. Hey, I'm Melissa. I'm Lucas, joining once again. Nice to see everybody. Welcome. And this is Reese coming in from Portland, Oregon area. Nice to see you all again, too. <laughs> and Reese, you had something to announce, you said. I do have something to announce. I'm going to be working on an exciting project. It is called Fogtown. It is a, uh, the initial pitch is for a television show, but I'll actually be working on an FMV game that will accompany the show. So please feel free to go to www.fundfogtown.com. That's F-O-G-T-O-W-N.com. And you will be taken to a campaign that's going on. It's a funding campaign. So heads up that like we're looking at getting actors from uh, games like Gabriel Knight, games like Disco Elysium, games like Contradiction. So there's like a bunch of exciting stuff going on with this project. I can't wait to be a part of it. I'm only one member of the team, but there's a lot of really talented people involved. So that's my plug. Fundfogtown.com. Thanks. All right. That's not like something to look forward to. Not up yet, I just checked. But it will be, I know, at the time of this recording. <laughs> this comes out next week. All right, and we are here to talk about a game that I had no interest in putting on this show, and Alyssa made me do it. <laughs> we are talking about Hollow Knight, developed by Team Cherry, and came out in 2017. Yeah. And I have never, I had never played this until this past week, had no interest in playing it, had no intention of anything to do with it. Because if, I, I heard it was hard. If I remember right, you asked, you were like, I'm thinking between Hollow Knight and then some other lame game, probably. And everyone bullied you into picking Hollow Knight. <laughs> well, Lisa had bugged me into doing Hollow Knight. Like, just bugged me, bugged me. I'm like, okay, fine, I'll do Hollow Knight. And that's kind of how I started. And now you don't regret it. No, I don't. I, I won't reinstall <laughs> it on my computer because I will probably pick it back up again. But no, I don't regret And I have other games I have to play. <laughs> but no, I don't regret it. Get it on the Switch. And then you can yeah. play two games. At that once. is where I initially played it. My first playthrough was on Switch. Yeah. Yeah. Same. You know what? You haven't even done much editing and, and recording. I have to do <laughs> <laughs> and playing games. I'm a little insane with this show. But no, I, I just lost. I got to the point where the game got too hard for me. I was at the point where the stuff that needed to be done. I don't think I had the skill set to do it unless I was going to really just push it to a level I wasn't comfortable with. That's totally fair. I think. Yeah. I think I hit. I, I I think I was hitting my roof of what my skill level was with this game without really just practicing and doing the Dark Souls thing and memorizing stuff that I don't really want to do. Plus, in Dark Souls, I just yeah. level, 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 level until I can just tank their hits and murder them, and I can't do that in Hollow Knight. But I guess the nice thing is you were still able to to see credits roll, even though you weren't yes. able to get past that kind of skill ceiling i, I could have probably done the, the super meat boy white palace but it was to me the anger that was coming out of me and the fact that i'm like i can go beat the game right now was just like fuck you white palace but we'll get there <laughs> i mean you you beat the overwhelming amount of content in the game so 94 percent. Yeah. yeah that's a lot of that game so i was pretty content with it and it, it could have been more it could have been close to 100 but 
I just did not care enough for a couple. There were a couple charms I knew exactly where to get and how to get them. I'm like, I just don't care that they weren't going to be. They didn't work for my build. So I'm like, eh, I won't use them anyway. I had a certain build that I liked. So <laughs> how many yeah. charms did you need? Like, did you or oh, my gosh, <laughs> sorry. How many charms did you have? Like, how many notches, empty notches did you have? Everything but the one from the DLC. Oh, that's that's a lot. That's pretty good. Well, that's what yeah. I needed for my 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 setup was mainly the the healing setup. I liked a lot where I could he, oh. I had de- I could heal fast, heal two things, and be a slug at the same time as I could run away from you. And that was my <laughs> setup. And that was my. There's a charm that turns you into a slug. Yes. Oh yeah, run. it's yeah. so useful for oh. some of those quicker bosses. Well, dang. It don't work well I... in Fairy Lord, I'll tell you that. But on most bosses, yes. <laughs> I remember my first playthrough, I like really cherished the Balder shield. I was like, this is yeah. the best charm ever made. And then this playthrough, like I tried it and I was like, this charm sucks. This <laughs> <laughs> trash out of here. Oh, so what is we should ask what everyone's memory with the game. My memory is my first time ever playing it for the show. Uh, what about you, Alyssa? My good friend Anna played this game and she was like, oh, you got to play it. It's super cute, super fun. Like. You know, get it, get it, get it. I'm like, all right. So I got it for the Switch, and I instantly fell in love with it. And I played this game through multiple times, and I I love it a lot. Okay. What about you, Lucas? Yeah. So I played it whenever it first came out on Switch, based off of a recommendation. Fell in love with it, and then I have subsequently played it. This would be my fourth time going through it. So I went through, or I went back through it for the Grim Troop DLC. And then I also went back through it for the Got Home DLC. And then for this playthrough, I just kind of, you know, didn't bother myself with having to go for 100%, been there, done that, and just kind of breezed through and reminded myself why I love it so much. Okay. And you read. I remember back in 2017 when Game of the Year conversations were happening (laughs) and some weirdos were bringing Hollow Knight forward and being like, this game, it's something special. And I remember just being like, what is this weird little PC thing that's in early access? Did not wind up playing it until it came to the Switch, which is, I think, when a lot of people finally checked it out. Yeah. And, you know, pretty immediately took to it and did beat it on there. And then for this more recent playthrough, not to be a weird console elitist or anything, but I did play it on Xbox and I had that 120 frames per second and full 4K resolution. (laughs) And let me tell you, that was such a treat, like wonderful way to play that game. It animates so beautifully that way. So that was a really great way to play it. It was really nice. Okay. I played on PC and you, Nate. I watched Northern Lion play it on YouTube. Oh. And I said, this game looks freaking sweet. Oh, it's PC only. Okay. And then when it came out on the Switch, I immediately bought it and played through it and had just as much fun. How much was this on Switch when it first came out? I think it was 25. Wow. That's a deal. Yeah, it it might have been 20. 20 uh, or 25. Not, not yeah, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't bad. Like it was, it was one of those games where like when it came out, I was just like, I do not feel because you know, sometimes I'm like, ooh, $60, that's a lot. Like yeah, $70 now, but it was like one of those games where I was like, ooh, it's only this much, and uh, I really want to play it, so I just bought it. I mean, it's an yeah. indie game, so that makes sense, too. I mean, it's a much smaller team, so a much smaller budget. Yeah. That's it cool. 20, be- no, 2025 is like a perfect price for this game to come out at, because then you're going to get more people to try it for what it is, because it, it's, it's a Metrovania, for those that I'm assuming at this point most people know what that is, so I'm just going to leave it there, but it's a 
It's more the Metroid style where there's you don't level up, you don't you get you get items that power you up, but you don't level up by killing enemies, which I personally love. And you're in a giant map that is very confusing, but it also doesn't like in in your average Metrovania, as you progress through a square, the square will light up a different color to show you went there. And this game doesn't do that. It will kind of light up an area that you've been there, but you can't tell like, oh, I've been to that exact square like you can in like Castlevania, yeah. for example, which took me a bit to get OK with. But and this game also is very, very challenging. <laughs> it is. I played on PS5, the PS4 version, and. I joked in the group chat that my eyes are were too old to keep up with like the higher frames <laughs> <laughs> versus on the switch. <laughs> it, I mean, I guess it's the a, basic way to to explain it. It's just it's a Metrovania, and you yeah. progress through this world, and you are a little. You have a little sword, and you're a little knight. Did you <laughs> did you guys keep one charm that I never remove? Is the one where you can see your exact location on the map, unless I was going oh, yeah. to, like refight bosses. I did not play with that through this playthrough. Oh, what? The compass, you didn't have that. I, I did not. Nope. I you not I need felt it. Like I no. I feel like I know my way around the game now. Oh, nice. dang! The time uh, that the compass came off, I had no fucking idea where I was. I think there was maybe <laughs> yeah. two or three times where I threw it on, where I it, it was deep nest, of course, and Fuck. you know, oh, yeah. just died, and I had a, a reasonable amount of currency on me, and I was like, you know what? My pride's not going to be hurt if I throw it on for, <laughs> for right now, just to make sure that I can get this back. There was a uh, losing currency sometimes. Like I would keep going back for it. And there was one boss, uh, one optional boss. I don't remember which one, but like I kept dying to them. And I was like, I just have to die and lose all my geo so that I'm not tempted to go back and keep trying. This oh, stupid boss. So, like, it's like, I just have to say goodbye. An to interesting it. thing about that. Do you, do you guys know how, or I guess Nate specifically, do you know how the rancid eggs work in the game? Uh, no. I bought, so, them. I bought them, but like I saw... So it's interesting because it doesn't really outright tell you how they work, but there's... I wouldn't say outright, you, I would say it doesn't tell you. Yeah, it doesn't tell you. <laughs> but there's a key that you can get from one of the shopkeepers, and it's right like to the very end of Dirtmouth. And you can open it up, and if you give the NPC in this area that you unlock your rancid eggs, it basically brings your soul to that area. That way you don't have to go what? back and mm-hmm. find it. I opened that area, and I talked to the NPC, and I was like, I don't know what you want from me, and I'm just going to leave you alone. <laughs> <laughs> she says something about, well, you don't have a shade right now, or if you're dark, something about darkness, or oh, there's yeah. some kind of comment where I'm like, Hmm. I I most people up. talk to her when Dude. they don't have a shade, so it's just like, yeah. oh, okay, I don't really know what I'm supposed to do with this. And then add on, adding on top of that that you have to have an item to interact with her. Yeah, no, it's super useful, and the game does not explain it super well. <laughs> that is useful. I used it a couple times because I died in a, in a really annoying platforming puzzle. I'm like, I am not going through all that just to get yeah. my shade back. And I'm like, come on, shade, let's, <laughs> I'll summon you this way. There were a couple I, times. I like when you do like have her summon it back, and then if you talk to her afterwards, she's like, hmm, you have a very interesting and brutal way of dealing with your regret. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, she, that's what she said. Something about regret, and I think that's what triggered me to go, hmm. Yeah. But that's the thing. There's so many NPCs of this game that like, I didn't, as I've been watching speedruns and watching videos since I beat this game, there were a lot of things I never saw. I, and I and I I explored a good amount of this map. Like, yeah, I, I mean, everything. 
we said earlier that like it's good that it released at twenty dollars. Yeah, sure, I agree with that. Obviously, like they could do that as a small team. This game could have been released for sixty. I would still think that it was worth every penny. Oh, yeah, it would be, but it wouldn't have sold as well. That's oh, what I was course. saying. That's no, that is true. But like, it is wild how big and finished and full this game is, even from the base game content. Yeah, and then all the DLC was free, which is just insane. Because like, if yeah. they were just like, hey, Grim Troop, five bucks. Godhood, five bucks. I'd be like, all right. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'll toss five bucks. <laughs> yeah, they absolutely. Easily. Very, yeah. Yeah, I get why they didn't, but they could have. Weren't they all Kickstarter goals, too? They were. Uh, I believe so, yeah. Okay, so then so I, I think to, the to initial, that. I think their initial pitch was three main areas, each one having a boss, and then a final boss. And then they just got so much support that they kept adding on and adding on and adding on until it eventually got as big as it is. Isn't, wasn't Silk Song like the final stretch goal? It was like supposed that, to be DLC, yes. Yeah, and that was originally again, DLC, and then they said, hey, we're just going to make it a separate game. Yep. Which, which is I'm great. Because, like, yeah, yeah like, that's, that's a day one buy for me. Like, I have no qualms about that. Yeah. I can't because I will never buy games a day one, especially like this, just because of the fact that when I want to look something up, it's not there. <laughs> I well, bought the Wild Day One, and I—that's a big reason why I didn't enjoy that game. I couldn't look up stuff, and I had to just figure it out. And I don't want to—I don't got time for that. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> true gamer, Mike. True gamer. <laughs> hey, I'm a, I'm a true podcaster. Hey, if you buy it day one, Mike, I will sell you a walkthrough for twenty five dollars. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> also, you can't—you know—another problem, like for me when I play Metrovanias, is I want my map. Like for Hollow Knight, I have a laminated map of the, of this game that I that I found on the internet and went to FedEx and printed. Oh, that's rad! And oh, so you didn't really go through as far as like filling out your map and stuff like that? Or I, I guess mean, I did. I mean, did, the game filled. But... I filled it out as much as I could, you know, whenever I could. But I also had a physical map to kind of help me. Like, okay, I need to get to the abyss. Where is the abyss? Okay, the abyss mm-hmm. is down here. Like that would help me kind of like glance and stuff and see where things were. I feel like that was my like. I loved the map when I initially played it, like I was like, oh, this is cool. I'm filling it out. And then when I was replaying it, I was like, man, I would just like for anyone to be like, for instance, the abyss, like I had to Google where that was, you know, for any just NPC to be like, hey, down here, I'm going to put it on your map. There's something weird down here, you know, like, yeah, that's having a printed map is nice, by the way. Yeah, I'm sure it was really, really nice. Like it, I do it for every Metrovania part of it. It's just kind of like my thing to make them because it well one I can but two I feel like it looks cool and helps me get more into the game normally it helps me find save points too in this one it didn't help as much for that just because sometime pass were not they didn't look the way that they really were right well, and I feel like for so many at least people I've talked to whenever I recommend this game I, I think that's usually the big kind of turn off whenever they first get into it is the lack of direct not only the lack of direction but also the fact of hey not only do you have to buy your map but you have to fill it out not only do you have to fill out your map but also you got to find a charm to where you even know where you are or where merchants are benches Um, yeah i personally love that kind of exploration but i do understand especially since the game is kind of difficult to begin with why that pushes some people away that didn't bother me because i actually bought the compass like immediately within the first running around because i also i like to i kill everything i see so in the beginning of this game i killed every bug i saw just to get money just because i just that's just what i do in a game and 
So I was able to buy the compass and buy everything pretty quickly. So I didn't even notice that it wasn't a thing because I had a map so quickly before it really got challenging. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I could have done personally without a, with a little less buying map markers and stuff like that. But, it, you know, it feels like a minor complaint in the grand scheme of things because oh, yeah. after the first two or three hours, you know, you've got it all. I was I was going to say, yeah. like, even though it bugged me uh, this playthrough, <laughs> no pun intended. Sure. But, uh, like, I was still, like, learning my way through these locations to where, like, I, like, oh, what's that first, what's the first city, like, drop down into Dirtmouth? The Forgotten Crossroads? Like, just that yeah. area? Yeah, that area. Like, I just stopped opening my map when I was exploring that because it was just like, oh, yeah, I know, like, I've been through here so many times, like, I know where it is. But like, you know, later on in like uh, the one off kind of areas like Deep Nest, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, like I was opening my map constantly going like, all right, where am I? I swear Deep Nest has got to be one of the scariest areas in a game I have played in a while. <laughs> it takes it's, a strange turn to horror like it yeah. does in the back. This, this game does a lot of like just creepy stuff like um, when you see like when you're going uh, to nosk but you don't know you're going to nosk and you keep seeing like that little guy that looks exactly like you and you're just like wait yeah. what <laughs> like or uh that npc I, it's something mother or something and she's like hanging out of the wall and then you talk to her and she tries to eat you i think I that's think... in deep nest too right oh yeah the uh oh it's something wife i didn't see know this. she's like a big black blob and then has a creepy kind of mask on and she looks like something from nice. that Miyazaki film. To eat you. <laughs> yeah. Is it a boss fight or what is it? No, just a... nope, just it's an just, NPC. just an NPC. Oh. <laughs> like she tries to eat you. And I think if you try to hit her, she'll like try to eat you like again. <laughs> Can she kill you? Probably. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. If you let her, if you let her hit you enough. Huh. Okay. I did not. I didn't run into that. Oh, in deepness. I just got what I had to come for and got the fuck out of there. <laughs> I didn't even find a charm in there. I think there's a charm in there for like the spiders. I'm like, fuck this place. <laughs> I don't have a fear of spiders normally, but for some reason, when I'm a little bug guy and I'm being chased by a bunch of spiders that come out of the fucking background. Nah, I'm yeah. good. See, I it's... already have a fear of spiders <laughs> and that kind of unexpected nature of it. Like you're talking about how you can just be kind of walking through an already dark area and not having spikes, but kind of bugs that you have to jump over and then you just see this freaking spider crawling out from behind you and I'm like I I don't want to be here. I want to get out as soon as I can. <laughs> it also is very maze like too. It is. Yes. It, yes, it is the most confusing area in the game in my opinion. And uh, I, I agree. really hate those enemies that they have like a they have as Nate said it he said it right my something looks like a Miyazaki mask on and you can't hit them in the face. You have yes. to like let them yeah. open up and then smack them and run for your life. Yeah, those, you, yeah, like, those guys suck. Uh-huh. Yeah. Those I died before. so many times. Huh? Uh, those were the yeah. reason, Mike, that I was like, yeah, worth getting the charged uh, move. Because those guys <laughs> particularly go down well with that. Okay, I, I think I either got it later, but I didn't use it on them. What I did, I would, I somebody on the internet told her, I looked at some guys, I couldn't figure out how to get past them. They're like, let them open their mouth, hit them, and then just dash immediately away. And that worked. Slow, yeah. but it worked. Yeah. Well, I save up my spells for them. I like, I, even I if I'm low spells. health, if I have the spell, like if I have the juice or the essence to be able the to soul. use my spells on them, I, I, will, <laughs> the I will waste it immediately to, to get those <laughs> that extra damage without having to try and 
open them up, hit them, dash away, and stuff like that. See, I have a I have a bad issue in games of not using magic. And like oh. in this game, I don't like to use a fireball. I never use the other two spells. I got them all. I got everything. I just would not use them because soul for me is only for healing. It, it's a it's a video game thing. Like it's a choice. Every game I play, I will only use MP majority of the time for healing. I don't like to do offensive spells. Interesting. I don't yeah, know why. So powerful in this. I, game, no, I know. I, I've seen speedruns, right and that's how they murder bosses. But I just can't get myself to want to use something that I could also then use for healing. It, I am the same way, but like this playthrough, I bet I tried out some of the spells, and there's like one you get from the abyss that like enhances your uh, up circle one that was like super good that I used on like pretty much any boss I could after I got it. Like <laughs> I can't do that. I don't know. It, it's not a good thing. It's just how I play games. What what you need to do, what freed me of this, I don't want to use magic, was just playing a bunch of JRPGs in the last couple of years where I'm just like, I'm using everything I have. <laughs> like, <laughs> figure it out later. I don't know either. <laughs> yeah, I do understand where you're coming from, Mike. I... It's a weird, it's a, it's a weird choice, but it's a choice in every game I play. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, if it's yeah, I get it where you're like, well, if I could attack or heal, I'd rather heal. And, you know, yeah. And plus with Hollow Knight, a lot of my battles were spent running for my life at different points. And I, <laughs> I like to tank things like in Dark Souls. I literally just tank bosses at when I get to that point. Like, that's how I play. And with Hollow Knight, you only have so much health and you really in some enemies like will rip your health in pieces quickly. Like running and healing was very much a thing for me. <laughs> I want to ask a question for you guys. Who was your favorite boss? Boss fight. I am a sucker for cool boss designs. So I really like when you initially meet Nosk and he like transforms. Like that's very, uh, that's, it reminds me a lot of the thing. Like just transformations happening in front of you and you're just like, oh, this horror exists now. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know. I really love the final boss. Like, the final boss is so cool. It's like, I don't know. His design, his attacks, like, kind of the lore behind it. Like, I really like the final boss. When you say the final boss, are you referring to, like, the actual Hollow Knight? or the... Oh, the Hollow Knight. Okay. No, the Radiance can... That is that is for good gamers, and I am not one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is the Mantis Lords, and it will always be oh. the Mantis Lords. Yeah. Um, it's an early <laughs> fight, or I guess not super early, but it is one of like the first real kind of challenges, in my opinion, that you meet that kind of forces you to learn patterns and then also to be juggling more than one boss at once. But I love their music. It's probably my favorite track in the game. I love the arena. I love just how awesome they are whenever they're like sitting on the throne behind you. And then I love that you don't actually kill them. Like you, you beat them and then they just like bow to you in respect. And then, you know, whenever you go back through the kind of Mantis area, they, they no longer attack you because you have the respect of the Lords. And I just, I, it's so good. I love it so much. Okay. I'm, I'm going to go with, I think Hollow Knight also just like Nate. I really liked the Hollow Knight. I thought he was a really cool fight. I can't think of any of the bosses that really got me. I mean, I can think of the ones I hate it, but nothing coming to mind <laughs> that I really enjoyed. I did enjoy fighting him, partly because he's easy. So that was nice, too. Plus one vote for the Mantis Lords, personally. Yeah, but, that's a great uh, fight. If I have to choose a second one, just for the sake of getting a more variety in here, 
I mean, I really enjoy all the fights with Hornet. I think those are very fun fights. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like how you fight her a couple times. I mean, none of the boss fights in this game really felt... The only one that felt cheap to me was the failed champion, which is the dream fight, which is DLC. <laughs> of, And it's not cheap. It's just, I, it's just that I... My style does not work in that fight, period. <laughs> I watched the speed run of it and they're like, yeah, this is the hardest, this is the hardest dream fight in the game. And I'm like, oh, okay, you're not wrong, guys. Because the one I could not do. I didn't try Zote though, so Zote is unreasonably difficult. Yeah, Zote and Zote. Yeah, that <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> I also Are like you... how this game has I mean, we haven't talked about it too much yet, but this game has a lot of Dark Souls influences. So get good. But the thing like that, like when you die, you drop all your money, like we were kind of mentioning. But also, it has a lot of that. You have NPCs that you can find in the game that you can either rescue or just kind of let die if you want. And that's a very Dark Soulsy thing too. Where and also a lot of this game isn't the lore isn't given to you. All the story is mostly in items and descriptions and just in the way that the game looks, which is also a very Dark Soulsy thing that's not given mm-hmm. to you. All right. Before we move on from bosses, I do also yeah. want to give a shout out to to best boy Dung Defender. Um, yes. I like okay, maybe he was. I liked him a lot. He, it's not a particularly difficult fight in my opinion, but I love everything about his design, his moves, his his yell whenever he first enters the battlefield. It's just a very fun fight. Yeah, I also uh, sorry. No, you're fine. To keep talking about bosses. Maybe um, we can we can stay on that content. Soul Tyrant is very cool. Uh, I like how you like I like how he fakes you out where you think you beat him and then he comes back up and smashes through the floor and <laughs> he's like super like pissed and he's like god he's like <laughs> slammed to the ground. I love that. It's so good. And it gets me every time. <laughs> it, I thought he was dead and so I kind of put wasn't paying attention and all of a sudden he wasn't dead and he hit me like twice I'm like oh fuck we're still in the fight. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz I I played this game partly blind because I was—I mean, I was watching a speedrun of this, and then you guys are like, "No, play it a bit." You know, don't spoil yourself in the final two bosses. I'm like, "Okay, I'll play a little bit blind." So I kind of went into it not knowing what was coming exactly. I, I knew where to go, and then I would look up like, "Okay, there's a boss coming up," but that's about all. I, I wouldn't—I tried to keep it more blind than I normally do. But yeah, I mean, there's some really good boss fights in the game. There's some really bad ones too, but not—not not many. The only, the only the worst one for me, like. Out of stupidity, is that is that you fight a giant jellyfish at one point? I hate that fight. Oh, oh I like that fight. I don't. I don't like Umu. It wasn't hard. I mean, I had a hard time, but it wasn't a hard fight. It was just I don't like having to wait until he has an opening when the other NPC attacks him. It is the only, I guess, gimmick fight or that I can yeah. think of off the top of my head, and it is. It does suck that it kind of kills the pace, especially compared to how fast some of the other fights are. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Alyssa, th- what was your favorite one? I liked the collector. I don't know why, like, when you go into that room, you know, and you're, you're like, going through and you see, you know, all the jars filled with random things and you go up there and like, you can hear him laughing. Like, I don't know. His I laugh. That, yeah, <laughs> I don't think <laughs> that fight was really cool to me. And if you die, when you go back there, your soul or shadow or whatever is in a jar. I thought that was kind of cool. Oh, really? Like, you know, he, yeah, like, because he collects. And then that's where you find out that he was the one that, like, imprisoned all the grubs. Because then when you go up, like, when you finally beat him, there's, like, three grubs on the top. And you get the map where it shows you where all the grubs are. I have not. I haven't fought this guy. Oh, he's in the Tower of Love. You have to get the key from the Queen's Garden. Uh, 
I went but, into the Tower of Love and I was like, I don't get this. And I left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, need a, you need a key that you can only get hidden in the Queen's Garden, which is a an area near the end of the game. It's on a random dead guy. Yeah. You should do it. The collector's fun, but also the collector is, you don't get, I don't think you get soul when you hit him either. And this, is, he's, this is Antonio Banderas's character no. from Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> that wasn't Antonio Banderas, but. <laughs> oh, was it? Oh, frick. No, it's Nico. Is it? <laughs> Oh, Benicio del Toro. Yes, I think it's him. Oh no, cut that out. <laughs> no, it's a good scene. Like, I mean, it's a good boss fight. I, I can see why you like that fight, Alyssa. Yeah, that one's one of the best, in my opinion. I did it it's near the fun. end when I was trying to clean up all the boss fights because I wanted to. My goal was to do all the boss fights in the regular game, which I think <laughs> I, I did everything but absolute absolute radiance. The only one I think I skipped at the main game. So then, probably yeah. God. Tamer is what you didn't do the, the oh yeah I didn't do God Tamer you're right I forget yeah. about him because the fucking Coliseum is not yeah. I just couldn't I did I just I need to be done with the game because I just needed to be done I did Coliseum level install, one leave it installed come back in a couple months we'll have a good time all over again but you see when you beat a game every <laughs> single week and sometimes you play two to three games a week and you and you watch movies and you edit and you try to keep your relationship going. You don't have time for it to repeat a game right away. <laughs> you can drop at least three of those things. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, hey, sorry guys, no new episode. I'm playing Hollow Knight again, guys. I will say for uh, God Tamer, or at least for the Coliseum, it, it is very frustrating to try and get through that third trial. But it's yeah. it has a very satisfying ending for me personally because you know whenever you beat the first one, the audience is like cheering after you kill everybody and they throw money down. Well, whenever you beat the third one, there's just this pause of everyone staring at you for probably five to six seconds before they erupt into applause and just shower <laughs> you with so much view. And it is very satisfying. Like they're all just in shock that you were able to complete. <laughs> I wanted to do it, but I, part of the thing that broke me was because the reason to beat it is when you beat the costume, you get the pale ore, which you which you need to upgrade your weapon. And when I had heard that the bosses scale with you if you upgrade your nail, I lost interest. <laughs> Wait, so they that, scale with you? Yes. As you upgrade the nail, they get more health. Oh, so I was actually getting better at the game. I thought I just had better because I had the a spells better don't. The like, spells don't affect it, but the nail does. Each upgrade you get the nail uh, only it does increase the boss's health to work with the amount of damage that you can now do in a regular hit. So, like, what speedrunners do, they don't upgrade the nail to the end if they're going for 106%, or they don't upgrade at all if they're doing a regular run, because it's, because since they use spells so much, the spells will do so much more damage because they never, the bosses never get upgraded. It's, uh, I was not happy when I found that out. It also kind of hurt me because then it made me not care. Because my whole thing is I want to upgrade my nail because I that's how I do all my damage. I'm like, oh, I'll kill you yeah. faster. No, no, you won't. We'll just scale. That's true, but it does still make the actual levels easier because the other enemies don't scale. Yes, but at the point where I was at, where all I needed was the one pale air ore from the Coliseum, and I was pretty much done with the game, I'm like, well, I'm, right, it just right. doesn't matter anymore to me. Sure. I won't be all the challenges that were left were going to be done other than White Palace, which is just Super Meat Boy. So <laughs> that was it. But I do want to talk about some more of the bosses while we're on it. Like we mentioned Nosk earlier, where he kind of tricks you. Okay, a lot of, like, I watched a bunch of lists where people do, like, you know, rank all the bosses, and they would, number one, is the easiest boss in the game is Nosk. That is not true at all. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I call mean, horse hockey. It's bullshit. Like, they're all saying, oh, you can hide in the corner and just hit him. <laughs> no, you you can, yes, but 
You also can't for long. He will have, I mean, you can for a bit, but after you get him to a certain amount of health, his strategy changes and he's, you can't really do that anymore. He's not that. I mean, I died on him even, even knowing the tricks to beat him. And I was powered up in the game. I still die like once or twice on him. He's a hard boss. Yeah. He's not that simple. Like it irritated me that people are like, oh, he's the easiest boss in the game. No, no, he's not. He's up there. The boss I struggled with on the most, beside a traitor lord who can just What's hang out the queen's garden, he's not important. Was the uh, <laughs> the watcher knights like those guys? Yes. Yeah, like, and I don't remember having. I don't know. I don't remember having like to retry them so many times when I first played it. But like this time, I was like, oh my god, what am I missing? <laughs> <laughs> I had not a huge amount of problem with the watcher knights. But, like, one, I had Lucas's told... I think Lucas told us the trick before when Alyssa first was fighting him, like, way early before I even started playing this game for the show, where he's like, <laughs> yeah, there's a secret room. You can knock a chandelier down on them and kill one of them before the fight even starts. Yeah. That helps Which a lot, cool. by the way. Yeah, It, it, it makes all the difference in the world to not have to deal with just one extra. <laughs> oh, <laughs> for the, sure. Yeah. I think ah. there's five of them, otherwise you have to fight. And they're giant... I never did the chandelier thing, so I guess I'm just a pro gamer. But oh, you um, beat him legit. I did. I did. <laughs> nice. him, I didn't know about that. I did. I it, it's really hidden. The ceiling you have to just jump up and hit. There's no way you would know about it otherwise. Yeah, yeah. no idea. It, that's a cool secret, though. I like it a lot. They but uh, the Watcher Knights gave me a lot of trouble until I just I wound up coming back like five or six hours later. Like I really went and off and upgraded myself a bunch and all of that, and that wound up doing it. They weren't, it took me a few, it took me like five or six tries, but they, it wasn't a fight that broke me really. Like it wasn't that bad because a lot of it was just pay attention to what they're doing. And if you heard them to one side, you can then run the other side and heal before they get to you. Yeah. I tried that method of like hurting them and then like healing on the other side, but like one would start bouncing and the other one would just zoom across the floor. (laughs) And I was like, great. You have a small (laughs) window before the zoomer gets to you. On my yeah. first playthrough, it was the Soul Master or Soul Tyrant, like Nate was mentioning. I, I don't struggle with it as much anymore now that I'm kind of used to to the way it worked. But that was like my first big roadblock on my first playthrough. It's just a very fast mm-hmm. boss with his teleporting and like slamming and, you know, the, the fake orcs. out at the end. Like I remember probably trying probably 10 to 15 kind of frustrating tries and then thinking you beat that boss and then it just comes back even faster and more angry. And I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get past this. <laughs> I like, I like to think that like when they were designing that boss and like they were testing it and stuff, they're like, Oh, okay. Now it is the perfect balance of difficulty. And then one of them looked at the other and said, second phase, <laughs> second phase. <laughs> he's a good boss, but yeah, he's hard. Oh, the hardest yeah. boss for me to like kick my ass. Well, the the early chain was the Mantis Lords. I really had a hard time with the Mantis Lords at first because yeah. you have to really learn their pattern. And it's not their hard. The pattern's not hard, but you have to pay attention and you can't just screw around. Like, I really had to just play more legit and, like, try and be patient. And that was hard. And it took me, it took me over 10 tries to beat them. Yeah, it, I think I think the Mantis Lords are really good for, like, teaching players because they're early enough to teach players that like hey you have to like watch patterns you're gonna have to like learn how to dodge two attacks at one time you know like you gotta learn spacing yeah better and And you gotta make sure you don't take unnecessary chances like you have to hit them when you know it's clear otherwise just wait like you have time 
And that fight feels so good when, like, you can get through, like, the one without, like, taking damage. And then you get to, like, the two and you're, like, you know, consistently dodging the little uh-huh. scythe spinning in the room. Because like, if, that feels so good. If you get hit and you get caught in their waves, it, 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 would, it ruins your momentum. <laughs> yeah. It comes and you're just done. quickly. Yeah. The hardest for me, I think I died the most on the Traitor Lord. The Traitor Lord is essentially just yeah. another Mantis Lord, but faster and stronger and just one of them and it murders you. Yeah. <laughs> that fight is that fight was buffed too. That's my other issue with that fight. Like they buffed it in the later patches. It's quite a difficult fight. Yeah. yeah. It it's optional. I mean, unless you're going for the true ending, so that's partly why, but it is fucking I mean, there's an NPC side quest where you can go and rescue an NPC if you run into her. I think two two different times throughout the game you'll see her and if you talk to her both times and rescue and at one point you'll find her hidden under debris and you have to kill a bunch of enemies and then she'll pop out because you'll see her web her her weapon there and then she'll join you in the fight but i don't think she does a whole lot but she's there it's he, nice to have support yeah because he doesn't For go sure. after her he just goes after you which i was like come on go attack the npc so i can get some free hits <laughs> and heal no just me just me i had to completely change my setup for that fight because i my setup was all about healing so i take away all my healing items and put everything just to pure damage because i'm like there is no time to heal so i just have to kill this thing as quick as i possibly can I always try to do, like, swag moves during boss fights. So, like, for the Mantis Lord specifically, like, bouncing off of their scythes or, like, you know, hitting it to deflect it. You know, cool stuff like that. And then I always just fail. (laughs) Just, like, I really gotta stop. Like, try to... No one is watching me play this game. Like, I just need to stop trying. (laughs) Yeah, it was really telling... That the first time I fought the Mantis Lords, I remember also, you know, dying like 10 times on that fight, Mike. And then I went back to it during this new playthrough and just first try, you know. So it really is like it's a, it's a genuine skill that mm-hmm. thrills you. One boss that I really like, I think it was the Broken Vessel, which is like it looks like you, but a bigger version of you kind of. Oh, yeah. Oh, the like kind of infected one. Yeah, that was a yeah. fun fight. The dream fight took me like ten tries. When you after you beat him, you can do the dream battle with him. That was fucking hard, but but that was I really liked it. Like that was a fight I really enjoyed doing. Yeah, that fight's cool. I like I like the dream fights because uh, most of the time they just like if you lose, you don't lose. Like it's not like a normal death. Like you just spawn right outside the fight. Yeah. You don't lose your currency. Like, if you go into the dream, like, I think there's a couple dream fights where you, like, you know, in the world where you're, like, summoning them to you, I guess. But yeah, did you have a favorite a dream boss? I really like No Eyes. She's horrifying. <laughs> yeah, she's like singing God. throughout the whole match. And, and I'm like, this is just the uh. thing ever. <laughs> I didn't do any of the dream fights this playthrough, but I do oh. like. I do like the the uh, grub one in the I think it's in the Queen's Gardens mm-hmm. yeah. where he's like play with me and I'm like yeah and then he <laughs> just kills you and you're like all right. <laughs> I mean hey that that can be play for some animals I mean a cat version of play it stab you with their claws so hey you never know yeah that's true. <laughs> Shout out to Marmu I like Marmu I do I did too he was fun yeah is that his name yes sounds familiar yeah. My boy Marmu, I never forget his name. <laughs> <laughs> I like the dream fights. I like the idea that you have these different warriors that you're fighting throughout the dream oh, that yeah. you'll find. And some, like, Noise, I think, I don't remember Noise as part of, I don't think Noise is one of the, is a dream where I don't remember. Noise was, it was, I like that fight, though, too. I did Noise, them all because I was trying to. Noise is a dream fight, yeah. 
Okay, then there's there's just a couple different ones. The first one I ever did was the some guy in a really deep area that has like three different sites he throws at you that then circle mm-hmm. around the level. He's mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. supposed to be one of the harder ones, but I found him in some rent wherever the hell he is. He's in some deep area where I'm like, I am not coming back here ever again. So we're just doing <laughs> this fight now. I think it might have been was it deep nest? No, I, near think, deep nest? I think that's where you get the dream nail from. No, the dream nail's in the resting grounds from oh. the manta. Oh, I thought that's the guy you were talking about. No, it's can't remember. I I don't know. I I ran this entire game. I played this game nonstop for like two weeks, but I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I also like Gorb a lot because Gorb's writing is good. Yeah, it just says its name a lot. It's really cute. Pokemon. <laughs> it's like bow 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 Gorb. to Gorb. He's like a little slug that just floats around and shoots things at you. He wasn't he wasn't yeah. too bad. None of the dream. I mean, the dream bosses. I even did the one I really liked, is where you have to go find the the Doug Defender, who's I enjoy, and you find him sleeping, and you go into his dream, and you fight the his younger version of himself, and he's a white knight. I like that fight a lot. Oh, I don't. I don't think I did that one. It's fun. It's the same thing as Doug Defender, but he's faster. Oh. But you can still heal in the fight, so that's what matters. <laughs> to me oh, but it's fun it's a, it's a good fight you, you find him he's not in the same room where you beat him he's in a room below below that like a hidden room or something but you can find him and he's just sleeping you can fight him like oh. i guess six times for some reason i don't know why but i know there's a thing to fight him six times and you get something for it or something happens i don't know the internet was showing me something but i fought him once got the essence said okay bye and left so <laughs> so talking about the lore did you guys have a a favorite NPC or like, were you interacting with the NPCs a lot? Because I, there's several of them that I just love as far as dialogue or lore. They're just real cute. No. Yeah. That creepy wife lady loved her. No. Oh, the one that tries to eat you. I like that design. That is that is legitimately a good design. It's just like I never saw her. It's so it's so <laughs> off putting. And then she just tries to eat you. That I was just like, yeah, all right. <laughs> Cornifer's wife. Uh, yeah. Who, I don't remember her name. She's cool. Cornifer. Cornifer is great. Yeah. I love Cornifer. Every so every <laughs> is singing. It's just like, yeah. <laughs> but it's also wonderful because like you're looking, you're in an area, you don't know where the hell you are in here. I'm like, oh, Matt, yeah. guy's somewhere nearby. It's and such then, a like, reassuring thing to hear. <laughs> yeah. And then sometimes he'll go, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, racist, and it's like, yeah, dude, that's my boy. I actually played this game with sound on because sound was very helpful in this game, too. I thought you were going to say sound off. No, I had sound on most times. I was about to leave the call if you said sound <laughs> There were a few times when sound got turned off just because I was like doing something else, but for the oh, most part, sound was on. I This is a game I where I needed to sound. find the grubs without hearing them cry. The yeah, grubs. I love Grub Dad. He's <laughs> <laughs> so happy whenever you bring, whenever you see him, and he's just like, oh! <laughs> Did you see what happened when you get all the grubs? I have like YouTubed it, but I have not personally done it. Okay, I didn't do it either, but I YouTubed it and like he eats them all, doesn't he? He does, yeah. Yeah. From my understanding, it's supposed to be a like a metamorphosis type of deal, not necessarily like it. It seems very dark, and it probably is compared to the rest <laughs> of the game. But I, I like to be hopeful and think that like, oh, like that's just part of their natural life cycle of like they're gonna. Do their metamorphosis thing. It's a cocoon or whatever you want to call it. You don't cocoon inside your, inside your father's stomach. Whether you're, <laughs> bo- exactly. whether you're a 
Care who you're not. Said. That's how it works. Like that's exactly what Crota said to all his children in Greek mythology before he <laughs> made them. It was like, no, it's a metamorphosis. Just get in here. Nope. <laughs> No, I think you just got him food because I mean, in a lot of bug chains in general, like they eat they eat their offspring if they stick around too long. So I think in I think in all honesty, the reason why he's paying you is because you're bringing him dinner. Uh-oh. I refuse to believe this. I don't think it's metamorphic because you <laughs> can you kill him because I saw him hit him when he's like the fat fat boy is just sitting there. You can hit him and stuff. Well, I think the trophy or the achievement you get when you collect all of them is also called something similar to metamorphosis. Oh, okay. <laughs> dinner. <laughs> yeah, it's called dinner time. <laughs> I don't know. I just I I saw by accident when I was like clicking through things on YouTube, and all of a sudden I saw a really fat cat. I'm like, wait a second, and I was like, oh no, he eats them all. Yeah, oh, it bothered but me. It made me not want to get him anymore. If you don't, if you just le- omit that part of his character development, he's real fun. <laughs> <laughs> He is funny. Woohoo! I can't believe he eats them all. Speaking of eating and NPCs, I really like Willow, who is the giraffe weevil who just hangs out kind of nearby uh, the Queen Station. And she just. The one with like the always... long neck? Yeah. 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 Okay. She's always for food. She's a friendly NPC. I really like her. I. That is like the only room in the game where like I noticed the frame rate like dip like whenever she'd like move her neck down like the frame rate would kind of like stutter and i was like that's so weird like i wonder <laughs> it's so i tried not to talk to her much because i was like that hurts my <laughs> eyes. <laughs> i only went to her for like once or twice when i realized there was no point in bugging her yeah i just like her she's there is good a, she's cool there's one in I can't remember the name, but I want to say it's in Kingdom's Edge or maybe Resting Grounds, and it is a big, big bug. And you can talk to him up top, but yeah. if you go down to his tail, which is sticking out lower, you can basically tickle his tail. <laughs> and it's so it serves no purpose for my understanding, but it is very funny. <laughs> That's in uh, Kingdom's Edge. Okay. I know what you're talking about. Because, yeah, it's so random. The, uh, Bardoon. Bardoon is that dude's name. Bardoon. Oh, well, Bardoon. speaking of NPCs, I found one that I didn't understand what it was or what it did, if it had anything. Is you find some, like, slug. Not, maybe not slug is the right word. I don't know. You find something that, like, is in, a, in the moss area. It's like a prop. They call it a prophet. And like you can't interact. It, just, it doesn't oh, talk to you. Prophet. Yeah. yeah. Is there any point to that or anything with her? What you're talking about. It's just a random NPC that every time I went in the room, there'd be a, a few other acolytes that were with it. And I just kill it and take the geo and leave. And then there'd be new acolytes later. And I kill them again. They, they, do, uh, they do have dialogue. I believe. Oh, they I'm didn't sure. talk when you stab them with your nail. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the Moss Prophet's deal is, but I'm seeing dialogue listed on the wiki. So. Okay, I mean, I just I wasn't sure if it was part of something. I mean, I just I kept going every so often out of randomness, and then I know mm-hmm. the affection travels throughout the game. It was all infected. Yeah, I uh, the mayor of Dirtmouth I like too because like when you first meet him, he's just like, "Yeah, I'm the mayor of this town. It's <laughs> fucked." <laughs> Some I mean, bad it's a small little town too. <laughs> I like yeah. when he gets his little flower because then he's all happy. Oh, yeah. I didn't do that side quest. 
He's so well, depressing normally. It's like, it's, yeah. <laughs> you're the mayor. You should really be like hyping mm-hmm. up your town. It's like, <laughs> I mean, you get there and pretty much everybody's dead or gone. So I, I, oh, get, yeah. I get why he's down. <laughs> no, no, I like him just... though. He was a fine NPC. I didn't do a whole lot. I mean, I'd go to town all the time. But I didn't really go and talk to. I would just come in there and do my business, do my shopping, and get the hell out. We um, mentioned him earlier. How did you guys feel about Zoe? I love Zoe. Love him. I hate yeah, that fight, but Zoe is so good. Where he's like, "I don't need your help." <laughs> <laughs> I could. It, I would have gotten out of that webbing by myself. I couldn't get him in the webbing. I couldn't figure out how to get to him. I saw him in the webbing, um, but I never figured out how to get to that spot. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, like I talked to him the one time I think this playthrough, and then I never saw him again. So okay, because he's in. I rescued him from the the jaws of the buggy thing in the early area because he can die in there if you don't get him. I guess I was reading, but then I didn't bother to find him. I just couldn't get. I couldn't figure out to get into the nest. I'm like, I just gave up. Didn't care. I think it's funny when you see him and then like he goes up and talks to that one like bug lady by her Breda. house. And he, yeah, and he's like, oh yeah, like you know, I defeated all these people. Like, oh, yeah, okay. So um, I love that as well because I, I forget if you have to do something specific, but whenever he does eventually return to Dirtmouth, you can, he basically goes on a tangent about like a list of, he has a list or like rules that he goes yeah. by that, um, are supposed to be for the mightiest of warriors and it just goes on and on and they are the stupidest but funniest <laughs> things that he lists out yeah it's really good um i also really like coral who is yes. kind of an interesting character who kind of feels like he's sort of on your level but you know you just kind of encounter him throughout the game and he seems like a kind of capable guy but he's not super powerful he seems, you know, kind of very similar to, to your own character. And he just kind of goes on the journey with you and observes. It's interesting. He also, yeah, I like that too. He also has that little uh, dad gut going on. <laughs> so, like, I, I really resonated with him this playthrough. I was like, yeah, man, I feel it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, Same here. The, they're not really NPCs you can interact with. But the uh, in Deep Nest, when you go to fight, the boss you go into that room and like those three very evil people who are obviously gonna screw you over are just like sit on the bench come take a oh, rest sit yes. on the oh bench. i love the fake out I, bench it's I so love, good i love them because i'm like no but i know i have to sit on this bench so that <laughs> i can progress the game but like i love how enthusiastic you. you guys are <laughs> Another character I like, I don't know how to pronounce her name. I sent it in the group chat. <laughs> I sent a picture. It's like Eternal Emilia, or I have no idea. Someone can try to pronounce We'll just that call her Emily. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> I like her because when you find, you get to her room from like below, like you, if there's like a secret way of getting there, then you can unlock the door, like to, to get in there from the City of Tears. But She's just laughing, like, uncontrollably. But then whenever you go by her, she stops. She's like, <gasps> and then you walk away a little bit, and then she'll just start laughing again. And then she she does that little noise every single time you go by her. She's, <laughs> she's just... She's great. reading a thread of Twitter burns about your character and just giggling. <laughs> 60 tries on the Mantis Lord's <laughs> I mean, But there's just, there's so many NPCs, and so many of them don't really even do anything. They're just there, which is kind of cool i didn't like it but it's cool it is 
I, I think, yeah, I think it's cool because it, like, really builds out that world. And it's like, you know, it's like, because, you know, not it's everyone a really is good world. Be, like, useful to you, you know? Some people are just like, hey, I'm selling, you know, some charms. Yeah, I think they make every line of dialogue really count for every oh, character. Yeah. 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 I do want to shout out also the last stag for being, yes. being the yeah. best boy. Oh, and just yeah. do just <laughs> something about him doing his best and at the same time, like the more stations you unlocked, like he he reveals just bits and nuggets more of like what his people used to be and how tired he is but how he freaking hates the machines that have replaced him and it, it's mm-hmm. a really sad backstory for him and i can't help but just just root for him the whole time did you guys unlock the stag nest like his home yes yes, yes. Yep. so good i love that moment where he's just like he found it <laughs> you know he's like i'll take you there anytime you want it's the, so good. the only way to get there i because i knew it was on my map so i could see where it was on my printed map but i'm like how the fuck do i get up here and i'm like <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll worry about it later and then shortly after that i don't think i unlocked the queen's nest one he's like here i'll take you there i'm like oh cool that's how i get there <laughs> yeah and i got my achievement i got a few achievements in this for like i got all the stag nests i did a bunch of that stuff which that's mm-hmm. all good it's a I'm good achievement that- list too what's that Oh, I'm hoping that, like, with the new game that comes out, like, they still have the stinks there with, like, that open egg that's up there. Like, that kind of, like, yes. resembles, like, hope yeah. that there still are. Like, not all of them are dead. Isn't isn't Silksong a prequel, though? Or is it, a, like, oh, a sequel? It? I thought it was before. I thought it was a sequel, too. <laughs> oh. Well, Maybe. either way. Hopefully. Either way, I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> We'll see Zoe when he's a baby. Oh my god! <laughs> I could have fed myself a just because there was a the silk you know the silk song campaign for Hornet, and then they turned to its own game. So I'm assuming it's a sequel. That's uh, you're probably right. And it seemed like it's in a different area too, because the whole idea is that you're in this giant bug city that was created by a bug and then went to hell. Because is I... everybody you're fighting pretty much de- zombies then? Doesn't, for the most uh, part, um, I think. For the yes, most part, yeah, because they they're infected is the thing. Like, yeah, yeah, yes, and they have no brain. Essentially, <laughs> is the idea. That's what they're all trying to kill you. Did anyone talk to Mister Mushroom? Yes. Not this playthrough, but I, I did complete so. his stuff for my my one hundred percent that I did a couple <laughs> years ago. I did not. Mister Mushroom is pretty fun. <laughs> I don't think I even found him. There's a charm that you have to equip to talk to him. Oh, that's mm-hmm. why I didn't. Find and him. I did not talk to him. Yeah, he also I, um, is involved in the ending. If you like, if you talk to him in all of his locations, it, it's very weird. He like shoots himself into the sky and like yep. winks at the camera. Okay, <laughs> then I yeah definitely because I was I didn't look up a lot of stuff in this game. I was also with the group chat, I was able to go by based on a lot of what you guys said, so I, I didn't have to look up stuff because you guys were able to tell me most things like do this, don't do that. <laughs> Yeah, but there there are just so many NPCs and there's there's a lot that I missed too in this game. It's I, a I've large noticed game. <clears throat> it's yeah. a huge fucking game and there's so much lore to it. Like I tried watching some lore videos, but I just didn't care enough, I guess. But yeah, I have a very basic understanding of the story. Like my wife early on, like this playthrough was just like, so what's the story here? And I stared at her. I was like, mm, <laughs> I don't I don't know. <laughs> I know a little now, a little bit. <laughs> but you don't need to. You just play the game. I know that you're. Uh, you, we're gonna get into more spoilers than we already have. But so you, there's your warning. I know you're essentially a clone. 
of Hollow Knight that got away? Not. I didn't. Uh, I don't take it as a clone. I think it's like the Hollow Knight forever ago sealed himself to stop the infection, and now that it's breaking again, like you are basically like chosen from the abyss as like one who is. But there's many of you. Right. It's you like they're like all chosen to like try, and then those ones just failed. To the point of Hollow Knight was he supposed to be hollow and have no brain power, I guess, or something of that nature. That way he wouldn't dream he could hold the radiance captured. The problem is, though, that he was able to, he had a little bit of, like, hope or something in him because he adored the king that made him not what he was supposed to be. But, like, all those dead bodies you see throughout the game are all supposed to be used that failed. Yeah. Keep trying. And you, you are just one of them who somehow left the king, left this area and then comes back. So the, it, it is a, not explicitly explained, but um, whenever you go for the true ending, um, there's a sequence that you see from the abyss where you're trying to climb out and the pale king basically like closes the door on you and you fall back into the abyss. And from my understanding, that's supposed to be that is whenever they chose the hollow knight because they thought that that was the perfect vessel. But you you actually didn't get closed in like you fall back down, but. Hollow Knight, or your your current knight, is able to escape and then come back. Hmm. It's all very complicated, but I, I would say in a in a very basic way, it's it's your standard light versus dark, with yeah. the exception being that the light is supposed to be like the big bad in this one, and the dark is more of actually what you use to control things and actually be able to get rid of this infection that's plaguing everybody. What I like the most about the story is that. For 99% of the game, you think you're the Hollow Knight. And then you get to the final boss, and the words ho- the Hollow Knight show up, and you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> what it also is you, because you are the Hollow Knight, too. You can be, if you, when yeah, you, if you, so like, you, that. I think that's the standard yeah, ending, yeah. right? Like, if you, you, you get replace chained, them. You get chained in there, yeah. But, like, I, I really like the lore and the world building that I understand or know about, because it's it's just, like, <laughs> I don't know. It's to me. I took it as kind of like a twist. <laughs> when I got to the final boss the first time. And I was like, "Whoa, this dude is the Hollow Knight, not me!" Like, oh, frick. <laughs> I have and then, no like, chance. When, when I saw the ending where you get chained up, I'm like, "Oh, this is like a Dark Souls ending." Because in Dark Souls, one of the yeah. endings is you become the same boss you just killed. You take yeah. over his spot because somebody has to hold the flame or something, whatever the hell, I don't remember anymore, but it's essentially the same thing. Your death just helps continue the cycle. And that's kind of how I felt like this was like, you kill the hollow Knight and you just become the hollow Knight again. So you don't change the cycle. I will say, even if the story isn't as explicit as it could be, like some of us have mentioned, like the world building in itself is so good that you don't really need it. Like even just locations. I mean, going into the city of tears for the first Mm. time and like seeing just like, Oh, this used to be a like, Big awesome. and beautiful place, and now yeah. it is just in ruins, but still, still very beautiful. And like, I don't know, it just does a really good job of setting that tone and atmosphere, no matter what area you're going into. And you can you can tell that these are individual parts of a whole world, rather than something that just kind of feels mushed together. So you can get from point A to point B. Yeah, and also a lot of shortcuts too, which feel like Dark Souls too, where you're constantly hitting levers or unlocking doors that then make travel easier for you. Mm-hmm. I know if it's not probably a Dark Souls thing, things, yeah. 
but it feels like it, it to me it's a dark souls thing because dark souls one does that so well that the whole world is connected but you don't realize how connected it is until you play through the game god i need to play dark souls one again damn it <laughs> I th- <laughs> no you don't <laughs> you know, yeah. I just, i'm waiting until i can emulate I replayed that a few years ago and it's still a very good game but i was just like oh dark souls 3 exists like I've never we had issues with like two bosses, Nate. You're being you're being dramatic, I think. Uh the second <laughs> oh, it's not dramatic. The second half of that game really falls off. From for like, Dark Souls One? Yeah, for Dark Souls One. Like the this is now a Dark Souls One podcast. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> but the second half of that game. The second half of that game falls off. It doesn't fall off. It in quality, it super does. After you get the Lord Vessel. Uh, I feel like that they were just like all of a sudden like, oh, shoot, we have to get the game out. <laughs> like We don't have time to fine tune everything. I disagree completely. But OK, I'll let your wrong opinion stay on this podcast. It's OK. <laughs> <laughs> I love Dark Souls one. There's that game is moi. I get it. I, I can. There's some things, but no, I haven't played it in years. I really I want to play it again, but I need to emulate it before I can play it again, because the only way I'm going to beat that game in two weeks is going to be emulating. The remaster is really good, though. Yeah, but if I start playing that game again, my wife will get really, really mad at me because <laughs> when I play Dark Souls, there's a lot of fucking a fucking shit, and she does not appreciate that. So no, we're not. We're, yeah, I need safe states, or I won't. Yeah, won't, it won't go well. I'll be like, I'll see you in a week, wife. Like I'm just gonna stay down here and sleep down here and just play Dark Souls. Like you won't see me. No, she gets really pissed at me. But you no, know, with Hollow Knight, just it just I like that it's very inspired by Dark Souls. And also, one of the NPCs that we didn't talk about that I want to mention is the the guy that upgrades your nail, the stag, the stag beetle, or stag, whatever the hell he is. Mm-hmm. But he, I like it. Like I, I got my, you get your you get your nail, which is your sword, upgraded three times as you get ore throughout the game. And then I guess you can either I guess I didn't know this guy never got the last ore, but you can either save him or kill him or something. Yes, it is. It is again oh, really? like using dialogue very specifically or like choices even whenever you don't think that they're going to matter i love how the game rewards your investment into specific npcs like the nail master like having that ability to choose like oh he wants to die like are you going to fulfill his wish or what happens if you don't like what can you find him later and sure enough you can and i i love that they let you do things like that huh i didn't know that was a thing yeah well did you ever I didn't because I well, I, I looked no. I only heard about it from the internet because I didn't get the final nail I didn't get the final pale ore because I didn't want to do the costume yeah if I never you, did the if you costume. spare him he goes to paint with with the other nail master and he makes little Aww. crafts and it's adorable oh <laughs> they're best friends now <laughs> I thought that was cool I mean the nail masters were cool too so you have to find three different like sages essentially throughout the game that will then give you special abilities. I love their animation for upgrading, like just the dark screen and kind of the the flash, the yeah. flash of yeah. of hitting the hammer to the nail. It's it's such a simple but very like beautiful. There's so much scene. There's so much to this game. I mean, the, the only issue I have with this game is the sub platforming is well, no, okay, the platforming is mostly just fine. Like even trying to get mass charge or grubs. The only two parts I had a problem with is one, which was a me problem think it's in the crystal mines but when you have like the the blocks that come down and push on you like remind me of mario one cat super mario world castle one i just could not do it i could not get the timing done for some reason to dodge those there just was not possible for me and then i also had a really hard time with white palace which is essentially as i keep calling it oh my gosh that is like 
It's impossible, man. That's not good. It's, it's uh, too much. Yeah. It's I'm, too much. I'm here to say the White Palace might be my favorite thing in the game. I yeah. that stuff. I I, I would agree. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say it's it was my too favorite. Much. It's I, it's I do think it's it's fairer than some people give it credit for. No, I, I think it's fair. It really helped is like because I was frustrated with it. I didn't do it this playthrough because I couldn't beat the Trader Lord. But like when I first did it, the th- I was like getting frustrated with it. And then I found the hive charm. And so like I would which like restores your health if you just stay still for a few seconds. And that like super makes the White Palace easier. And then I was like, oh yeah, this stuff is cool. Cause like when you nail those difficult platforming sections, you just you feel like the coolest person on planet Earth. I don't think it's unfair. It I think it was just it it hit my skill ceiling. Right, right. That was my That's problem. Fair. Is that I mean, yes, I could have probably done it with enough time because I did have the beehive charm where I could just heal myself just by standing still, but the amount of patience needed and just I just couldn't do it. It was just too much for me and I was just like this is not worth it. I don't care enough. So Yeah, personally like platforming comes much much easier for me than combat. So, like, I struggle with a lot of the bosses in this game way, way, way more. Like, let White Palace, I breeze through. No problem. I have a great time doing it. <laughs> but then I'll get to Watcher Knights and I'm stuck for hours. Like, that's that is a weird thing. No, it's not a weird thing. It just means that you're good at platforming games. I can't platform for the life of me in games. Yeah. That's a See, personal just... thing, though. I have a hard time. I don't like platformers. As I think I said in the show many, many times, platformers are just not my style of game. I mean, I play them for the show, but they are not my thing. And the, the Twitch perfect like skill, I just don't I don't have it for that. And after a while, I get frustrated when I get frustrated. I, I there's there's no coming out of it after at a point. For me, it's the Queen's Garden, because I think that kind of mixes the platforming and the combat. Like not only do you have enemies that are flying or like throwing size at you but you also have spikes everywhere and platforms that fall whenever you jump on them like that to me that's always the most difficult area of the game of kind of trying to juggle not only platforming but also at times combat yeah it's a tricky part sure yeah but i liked it i mean i had no problem in the queen's garden it's it was beautiful. just yeah i just had a problem with the white palace because it was too much platforming and i don't like the saw blades at all <laughs> It was just too much for me. I, I just could And I just I was at that point too where I just need to be done. Right. But I get like that with every game for the show. I get to a point where I'm like, I just need to be done and turn this game off. But I got to get I, the next game. Lucas knows this. I get that way with games, too. <laughs> where I'm just like, I'm ready to be done. And this part is frustrating me. <laughs> <laughs> but I will beat almost I beat almost every game I start. I'll even yeah. beat Fester's Quest. OK, so I cheated, but I beat it. <laughs> I That's beat insane. It's not as bad as you think it is. But you'll hear there's an episode you want to hear about that coming out eventually. So <laughs> I'm also insane. I will do anything for recording almost at this point when it comes to games. Like you, you someone wants to cover it, I'll do it. I have the issues. So Reese, you said that the White Palace is your favorite area in the whole game. It's certainly like one of my favorite things about the game. Okay. Because I love that there's just this giant platforming gauntlet. It's really satisfying. Are you a I, fan of Super Meat Boy? Um, I, I enjoyed Super Meat Boy. I wouldn't okay. say I'm like diehard or anything, and I'm certainly not doing any speed running or anything crazy like that. <laughs> but you also I'm, just enjoy platformers in general, right? I, then? Yeah, I do. I do. I love platforming. Okay. So, yeah. I don't. I hate them. <laughs> I play a lot of them from the show because there's a lot of good games out there, but I, I am not a fan of them. So that, that plays it. I like the fighting more in this game. I like the boss fights a lot. 
I am very basic. Um, City of Tears is by far my favorite. Just City of Tears is beautiful. That game. Um, I know that's a lot of people's choice, but like between the music and just, it's very much a to make the Dark Souls reference again, like the Arn Orlando of mm-hmm. is that how you pronounce yeah. it? Right? Arn yeah. Orlando? Arn Orlando of Hollow Knight of just this big, beautiful, empty city, and I I love that area so much. I you the music in this game is so good. Like, (laughs) I think that's like part like city of tears. Like when it hits you, it like hits you with that beautiful, uh, melody. I think it's a piano probably, but, uh, it's just so gorgeous. And it's like, Oh yeah. I love the music in this game. There's like very few tracks that like, I'm just like, Oh, this song sucks. Like (laughs) it's, it's very much like, uh, like Shovel Knight's whole soundtrack is like god tier, and I think this is like right up there with Shovel Knight. Like such a good soundtrack, and it sets the whole like every area when you go in. Like the songs like fit immediately with it. Oh yeah, it's very diverse too. Like I, yeah. I really like the Soul Sanctum. Like whenever you first get up there and you just hear that organ come in, it's like yes, basically. And I'm like, okay, so this is what we're doing now. It's very yeah, Soul Sanctum reminded me of like ganon's tower and ocarina of time okay yeah you get that organ like lucas said and i was like (laughs) turn this up (laughs) the music was really good in this game i like the music the sound i thought all that was really well Uh, and that's not normally me so (laughs) who christopher Christopher larkin Larkin. Ah. shout out does great work yes I'm assuming yes. he'll be returning for Silk Song. I hope so. I believe so. Yes. Yes. Confirmed. Awesome. Uh, Sweet. They haven't given a date yet for Silk Song, right? No. Uh, no. no. But it was shown at Xbox's or Microsoft's thing where they said all the games shown here will release within 12 months. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I think before June 2023 is like yes. the deadline. Look, okay. that, that would be the perfect January, February game just cozy <laughs> i mean i'm kind of like yeah release it whenever i ain't gonna play it for like another five years so hey take your time oh, but Mike. come on i don't play any <laughs> game when it first comes out i got no no too busy um, i got a whole list of games i want to play put it put it on the show when they announce oh, we'll the, be release on the show date, be like yeah when they announce the release date be like oh guess what <laughs> no i mean you, it's kind of hard to find cheats on a, for a guy for a game and just comes out people haven't gotten around to it yet we tried that with Breath of the Wild. I got very angry. And I still, my wife still makes jokes at me about Breath of the Wild. I bought it day one, and have yet not beaten it yet, or even played it. And she really, and she's like, "Yeah, you paid six bucks for that, huh?" Mm-hmm. I'll be Sherpa, because I'm probably gonna just yeah. play that nonstop when it comes I, out. No, I'll, I'll write something up nice for I, you. I nice can't do new games. I gotta be games have been out for a bit. It's just how I am. Lucas will give you the keys to 100 percent perfection on silk song and i will give you the keys <laughs> to like i just stood in the corner and like i spammed the circle button and i made it through <laughs> just do that oh, oh one thing we haven't talked about yet we haven't talked about the charms yet oh okay. yes yeah so that's something i think we should do next uh charms are essentially the way that you level up in quotations in this game charms are you get charm slots by doing certain things in the game which means you can equip more charms, the items that change the way that your character plays. Like one, for example, will give your character a longer nail range. One will give you yes. the ability to heal faster. And they are all useful, in my opinion. Like, I love that 
even if one doesn't really blend in with your play style, I feel like there isn't, there's not very many charms that I can point to of saying like, oh, this is completely useless or oh, somebody would never want to use this. No, it's all just uh, different styles. The the poop scent charm. <laughs> I, I raise you poop scent. <laughs> I think that has an effect though of some sort. Yeah, it deals damage. It to... does. It does. But like, it's one notch. Why waste it? Like, that's a notch that you can you can have two lengthening nail lengthening charms on, or like the thorn. I like the thorn ones. Like, if I was stuck on a boss, I'd throw off compass and I'd put on the thorn, and you know, it's like, yeah, you may have hit me, but I am doing. One quarter damage to you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are little things. I mean, but there's so many different options you can choose. Like mine was all based around healing, mm-hmm. where I would heal. I said earlier, heal two things, heal faster, and then run for my life as a slug. Like that was my way of playing, and that that style worked perfectly for me. And I was the happiest when that worked. Um, I it never crossed my mind until like you were talking about like having different builds. Uh, I was like, oh, I guess, like, yeah, those charms are really that versatile to where you can have, like, a magic build. Because, like, I always just do, like, compass and then nail length and then switch them out depending on, like, what boss I'm facing yeah. or well, what area I'm in. Speedrunners, what they do is they use the shaman stone, which increases yes. your damage of magic. And yeah. then that's how they beat the shit out of everything in this game. They also, uh, I've seen talks of fluke nest. Or oh god, yes. We yeah. uh, one I want to mention fluke is and probably I, the ugliest boss in this game. Flukomania. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, that's my friend. <laughs> oh man, I, I found fluke later that on. Sucks. That fucker was ugly as I murdered him. That guy sucks. <laughs> uh but uh so like I, I had seen rumors of that, so like I had like purposely seeked that boss out because I was like, all right, I'll try more magic this time, and like if this charm is really as broken as like I'm seeing, I could not figure out. How they do that. You have to <laughs> put a few different charms together, such as the Shaman Stone charm, which increases your magic. And then the fluke things will go from being pink fluke to black little slugs. And you have to shoot it uh, right in their face. Yep. Because the way that the damage hit is it doesn't hit like your nail hits. It triggers their iframes. Yeah. They absorb the damage. So you can kill things in like one or two hits with that skill. If you get all the little flukes, which are a bunch of little slugs to hit the boss at once. And that's how some yeah. of the speedrunners beat stuff in this game. They just flood them with that attack. Well, I'm going to have to go back and do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the thing. There are so many different ways to play this game. Like there are so many different. I, the reason I, I use build was not because of me. Cause speedrunners talked about that. And guys that I saw talked about different builds. And it's like, it's, it's true. Like that's just how this game plays. You can really alter your character where my character is always kind of the same because I'm, that's how I play. But you have so many options. Right. And I, I thought that was great. Alyssa, did you have a favorite charm that you use or charm set? Um, You know, it varies. It depends on what I was doing. Um, Like, I always had the compass on. I like having the soul catcher and also mm. the grub song. Because, like, that, if you take damage, like, you get some soul for that. The long nail, of course. Steady body as well. Oh. Those are, like, my main that I usually always have equipped. Um, Again, unless I'm doing a boss, then I'll take some of those off and put something else on but yeah i didn't get because when i first played this game i got like you know i feel like i got all the charms like i was just on a mission to get all of them but this time around like i have quite a bit of notches that are you know empty you know that i don't have the things for did any of you guys get 
the well i did care it's just you know i don't know the struggle is real this this time around i don't know why um but did any of you guys get the uh that like charm lady did you get her blessing oh yes no how do you get her blessing is when you get all the charms right yes or you had to have like a certain amount i did not yeah there's a charm just called joni's blessing Oh, I got that one. Oh yeah, I got that. I didn't know that was for buying all her charms. I thought you. No, that's from a that. different. That's from a dead oh. NPC. Oh okay. No, what she's talking about is when you. I think you. I thought you had to get all the charms or at least most of them. You talk to the charm lady. I think she like does. She does something, but she like kind of floats around you at times. Yeah, when you're on the bench, I think she comes by. You what does she do? I don't remember because I got it my first time when I played this, but this time around I did not get it yet. So I don't remember what she does. Okay. I, I didn't care enough. I was going to go for all the charms and I was only missing a few, but the fact that I couldn't do the damn queen's palace, that kind of, that's what really broke me. Cause I had to beat the queen's palace. I would have kept going. But when I failed that, I was like, yeah, this game's getting turned off. It basically just regenerates your soul at the bench. Because, like, generally, oh. when you sit down, like, it just puts you at full health. But she will, like, appear above the bench and basically recharge your soul that way. So if you're at a bench, not only will you get full health, but you're also fully equipped to, like, carry on. Basically. Damn, I would have went for that had I known that's what it did. But maybe I needed... If, yeah. I, if I didn't need all the charms, I would have went for that. I was only missing... Well, okay, I couldn't get the Grub Father one because I couldn't finish all the grubs. That was part of it, too. I just couldn't. There were a couple grubs that... After you defeat the collector, though, where it shows where all of them are. I still couldn't do it. (laughs) You beat the collector and it shows you where everything is? You get a map from him and then in your map, right where the grubs are. And the collector has, like, three of them, like, hidden up in his little room, too. <laughs> I gotta find this guy. I'm gonna re-download this game. <laughs> Again, Tower of Love. Tower of Love. You gotta get the key from Queen's Garden, so then he'll be there. The key's not so hard bad. to get, though. You don't have... I don't... You might have to kill the trailer, but I don't know if you have to kill the trailer to get the key. I don't think... I'll, you, I'll do it for Grub no. Daddy. <laughs> He's hungry. <laughs> I don't care if Metamorphic. He's hungry. The full fat fucker ate all his kids. That's what I gotta say. <laughs> And I don't like see more like going grub daddy. <laughs> oh my God. Like, here, thanks. Here's some money. Thanks for lunch. Here's some more money. Thanks for another snack. I can't wait. Oh well, you know what they call food sometimes? Grub. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. 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 Think about no. <laughs> <laughs> Who's really behind Grubhub? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> A bug. <laughs> it's Grub Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any? Oh, I have one more question for you sure. guys. Did you guys do the Grim like trial troop thing? No. The DLC? Forever ago. I'm, I was on the final boss. I can't beat the final boss. Very it's difficult. impossible. Ah, yeah. The nightmare thing? Yeah. But the, yeah. But the music, so good. Yes. The music makes me want to fight the boss, and then I go to fight the boss, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I suck at this game. <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> I actually never found that lantern. I could never find it. I didn't look that hard, but I couldn't find it to start the gr- to get them to show up. Oh, uh, I hit it when you are in Howling Cliffs. Um, you go in like a certain area and you have to activate. I, I actually accidentally activated it, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I'm like, I didn't want to do the DLC yet. <laughs> um, but you don't have to do it. You just Cliffs. it's just there, right? Yeah. Yeah, but they just move there, into. You got to do it. You can't just leave it there. <laughs> you can. 
doesn't hurt anything. No, Mike. No, no, no. I wanted to try it, but (laughs) once Queen's Palace broke me, that was the end. I just was like, okay, beat game time. This game needs to get uninstalled. (laughs) Well, I want to hear Lucas's experience because he's beaten. He's beaten it. (laughs) This is very tough. So that DLC, it is, it is kind of a long DLC because after you, after you beat Grim the first time, I believe you get sent on a quest. You're given a charm that shows you where uh, I want to say they're like bats or flies or something like that. And they're scattered throughout the entire world. So like with that charm equipped, they start to appear on your map. And so you basically have to re-explore the whole world to collect all of these. And then after that's done, that's whenever you can fight Nightmare Grim. Nightmare Grim is a a hell of a challenge. <laughs> it yeah. looks like uh, it. I, I there's no I have no idea how many times I tried to go through that boss. I a lot of different charm combinations. Even like once I learned the patterns, like it's just a very fast fight, and you really have to be just kind of similar to the Mantis Lords. Like it requires a certain amount of patience of understanding like oh this attack is coming there's no reason for me to even try to like get into a hit at this point i should just be focused on dodging and not taking damage so because of that it's it's a very long drawn out fight but it's very satisfying to beat i i think i saved the clip whenever i did it i was so proud of myself and then i don't even remember what the reward is that you get it probably wasn't anything that great but i felt good about doing it I don't think it's anything too great, to be honest. Yeah, sure I don't remember what it is, but it's not something that... I know when you beat him the first time, you get an extra charm notch, which is what I wanted. Yeah. But I just couldn't... One, he's, I not that, he's not that hard the first time you fight him. I think like I could have difficult, but like, he's doable. But I just didn't... Again, it was all stuff I was going to do after I beat the White Palace, before I beat the game. And then when White Palace failed, the game was just done. So why also like, not finishing the white palace really made me upset. Like it really made me sad that I couldn't do it. And I just felt like I hit a ceiling and I just, yeah, I just went to beat the game immediately after that. The God home DLC is even more difficult. Yeah, no, thank you. That took me a very long time to complete. It's basically a boss rush mode um, that has, ooh, I want to say three or four tiers to it. And the first few that you do are definitely doable. Like they're hard, but it's all bosses that you've faced before just in certain order, back to back. The final one makes you go through every boss in the game and you get like little points of rest throughout it. So I want to say like every five or six bosses, you get a bench and like a pool to refill refill your soul. And then you can switch out your charms if you know what's coming up. But the way they change up the bosses is insane. And they add new ones in as well. So, like, you have to fight the Nail Masters in the final uh, trial. And they have their own unique move set and stuff like that, which is really cool. Like, they're cool fights. And it sucks that you have to endure the trial to actually see them. But then there's other little things. Like, whenever you fight the Mantis Lords there, it's not just two of them. Like, you have to fight all three of them at once. And they're called the Sisters of Battle. And it's... Okay. It is so ridiculously difficult. Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> I sent I it to the chat, but Lucas uploaded his Nightmare King Grim to YouTube, and I sent it to the chat because it, like, I I've watched it like three or four times, and just in awe, I'm just like, oh, that's so good. That's a lot of patience too. Mm-hmm. It's incredibly stressful. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, that's why I was like, no, I'm good. I am good. I wanted to do more, but I. I, I knew my ceiling and I hit it and I was like, yeah, yeah. Next, 
it's time to be done. But I, I'm happy that this game has that, where it does have, like, getting the actual ending isn't too terrible, because you just have to go and, as the game progresses, defeat these three dreamers, and then you can unlock the final boss and go beat the game. But if you want to get the true ending, you can go do the, you fight the traitor, traitor, traitor lord, and then you get a seal, and you go and do the terrible queen's palace, you get another seal, then you can go fight the Hollow Knight, and then get a super secret final one. I guess pretty secret final boss, Absolute Radiance, which looks terrible, and I'm glad I didn't have to do it. Yeah, that... <laughs> like, I, I have that fight on my Switch. Uh, I've never beaten it, because I just... I cannot... I'm sure there's a pattern to it, but to there me, is. it just looks like random nonsense, and I just die so quickly that I'm like, I can't decipher any sort of, you know, like, anything about it. You did really good in this fight, Lucas. I'm watching it right now. I'm like, damn. Oh, gosh. You, you were, like, really like not easy. getting hit at all. But it, it was took, like a two to three uh, day affair because he would update us pretty regularly. Well, I'm sure. Oh, I think there were there were bets on how long it would take me to give up because I was really, really struggling for a while with it. Yeah, <laughs> it looks very hard. He's a lot of freaking attacks. It is. And he's so fast and he just he chains together his attacks so quickly that like, yeah. Oh, and he but speeds again, up too, I see. The music is so good. Like I love mm-hmm. e- even for like you mentioned the radiance. Like it also has a really good score to it. Whenever you fight him, like this choir comes in kind of and like really sells that godlike status that it has. Um, and that that makes me want to do the fights. Like I there's something about like getting to something, even though knowing that it's difficult when that music kicks in, and I'm like, oh yeah, this is supposed to be epic, and it does feel epic. But then I'm getting my ass handed to me. Yeah, I can't go for that. No, no can do. I'm a cheater in games. I, I don't like getting my ass handed to me. It depends on what game and who's handing my ass to me. No, I don't want my ass handed to me. Like when the Hollow Knight killed me repeatedly, I was like, I don't care. I love you. He's still a cool boss. I mean, he is. I he, love he is. I love his like second or third phase where like he just starts stabbing himself. Which hurts like, himself. What? Yeah, I'm like, what the hell is this guy doing? Like, he's trying to kill himself because he's trying to stop the infection. I know, but it's so like, but the first time you play it, you're just like, what is this guy? Like, this guy is crazy. I like, thought him stabbing himself was part of his attacks and that it wasn't actually hurting him. He was just trying to like, it was just the animation for him doing a, a powerful attack. That's what I thought was yeah. coming. I'd run for my life. And then it wasn't until later on I realized when I watched videos, he was hurting himself. And then he tries to do like in his third phase, he tries to do his three piece combo and he just like does the one and he falls over and you're just like, oh, this is so sad, but. Also satisfying. <laughs> it was a fun fight. And the absolute radiance is, is a giant moth, like God, which is the whole like issue of the game because that moth was able to dream, and then she's the one that created the infection, and she's the one that's making Hollowness terrible. I guess to yeah. put it briefly. Yeah. So yeah, I think the moths worshipped the radiance. Yes, they and did. And then when the pale king, pale king came in, he's the one who tried to like subdue all of that, and then. It, that's what eventually led to them like creating the vessels and trying to suppress it and stuff like that. Yeah. What a moth thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> Just going towards the light. <laughs> oh, beautiful light. Wait, no, it's bad. I gotta go. <laughs> I also like how you get to a point in this game where geo doesn't matter anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I got to that point where I was like, you know, I could lose this 10,000 geo and I just don't give a shit. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, I reached that point in the middle of the game, I think, where I was I was just like kind of done buying, which I I like severely handicapped myself this playthrough because like I was just like, I don't charm notches don't need them. Health shards don't need them. 
And then I ended up, you know, having to grind out Geo to buy those things. But uh, <laughs> I came to one Nell Master, and he's like, hey, I have a cool technique. And I was like, yeah, show me. And he's like, 850 Geo. And I was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> In this economy, I can't afford that. <laughs> there are some easy ways to farm, though. Yeah. That's yeah. Because that's what I did. I, I, I found, I looked up some, but they were all endgame stuff. But I found one that was like, I was able to go from the stag station, go up, kill a guy, get like 40 geo, kill a couple guys, and then repeat it pretty quickly. And it worked for early game to get me enough. That's how I got enough geo to buy. Because I was scared of the Mantis Lord, so I bought everything I could before I beat them. <laughs> so I had everything that both that the Charm store sold and everything that the other store, Sly, sold before you get him his other key. I just, the, no, I didn't have a lantern. I don't think I had a lantern yet, but I had all like, like the stuff that would enhance my character. I went and saw my grub daddy. <laughs> and he was just like, here's some money. And I was like, thanks. Thanks for the snack I'm going to have later. <laughs> here's the money. <laughs> I can't, I can't, that really irritates me though. That's all you're doing is feeding his fat ass. That bothers me. <laughs> not that you're feeding him, but because you're feeding him his children. That just bothers me. It's not okay with it. Oh, no I do. have a question for you guys. Did you guys do the delicate flower thing? No. No. I, have I was going before. to. I, I didn't was actually. I have done it before, sadly. <laughs> It was next on my. It was one of the next things on my list because I was only missing three shards, and that was one of the three I was missing that I knew of. So I was gonna go for it, but then Queen's Palace broke me. So yeah, that didn't happen. But it was about to happen. It was next on my list after Queen's Palace. Mm-hmm, sure, Mike. I, sure. I did not do it. Well, the trick to doing it, the guide told me, is go through and kill everything on this certain path, and do not yep. rest and warp back, and get the flower and walk there. But even then, it's still. I mean, that's where yeah. like the platforming. Maybe that's why I have so many issues with the platforming in Queen's Garden is from trying to get that freaking flower out of there because <laughs> any damage you take is just immediately like, well, shit, I got to go all the way back and try to do this one more time. It, it is a difficult challenge. Yes, very. Yeah, why I, I was going to do it, but yeah, it was later on my list because I, I, I had all, I got full soul vessels. I got you get the different upgrade that give you more soul. I had the full thing of that, and I had almost all the all the heart containers essentially, which are mass. But I was just missing the one last one to get. I need to beat. I had to get the three. I was missing three, and I I located where two of them were. One was the flower quest. I forget. Oh, I got one of them. One was the enraged guardian. I went and beat him. And then there was one other. I had to go look up. I didn't know what it was, and I didn't really want to just start running randomly running around the game to try to find it, but. And then I just gave up. So, <laughs> any last thing you guys still want to cover that we haven't mentioned yet that come to mind? Any bosses, or NPCs? I like how I don't remember what the point of the game is, but when you go back to the Forgotten Crossroads and it becomes the Infected Crossroads, I I think that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Just showing the infection spreading throughout. Still, you know. Yeah. I was hoping, like, my first playthrough, uh, I was hoping that, like, you would go to, like, further away places and, like, they would start to get infected, too. But The thing that kills me about that is, and it gets me every time, is how you'll look at your map and the the quickest path to, say, like, a bench uh, or whatever you're trying to get to, you're like, oh, yeah, that's quickest path, let's go. And then there's just this big blob of infections. Like, uh... <laughs> yeah, they should have anything. Actually, map. you're gonna have to go the long way if you want to get down here. <laughs> the knight just furiously scribbling on the bench. Scraw, fucking goo! <laughs> you can't go this way. <laughs> I also like the Dreamers. I think 
Because, like, when you first, like, when you play it, I guess, you're kind of expecting, like, a boss fight, and then, like, they're just like, yeah, we know why you're here. Like, you do what you need to do. (laughs) And, like, don't, you know, fight you. And then I kept forgetting for the first two Dreamers, uh, because I did them so far apart, that you have to hold the... uh, I wish there was... I don't know a better way to phrase this, but the soul suck button? Or, like, I guess the heal button... (laughs) Yeah, it's all suck works too. I'm okay with that. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot that, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool." Like, I I like that mechanic where it becomes like you're not healing; you are like taking their essence from them. Yeah, I thought that was pretty neat too. I guess one last thing that I would want to point out, which we, I mean, you mentioned it briefly, how it is a Metroidvania. I I think the abilities that it gives you throughout the game are very simple but are also very rewarding to how you can explore the world, whether that's the like monarch wings and being able to double jump mm-hmm. or being able to hold on to walls whenever you jump, actually being able to go into like the acid water, which I hate whenever I don't have that tier that lets you <laughs> swim through it. it. They're all like very small, but it, it's super nice whenever you get those. And then for someone who's like played through this multiple times, it's always that thing of, you know, you start the game and it's like, oh, crap, that's right. I actually have to unlock this ability to be able to move around the world so quickly. It helps a lot. I mean, yeah, we haven't talked about that. You get, well, they're simple, but you get a wall climb, you get a double jump, you get the acid swim, and then you get you get a dash. Crystal like a dash. dash. Dash is yeah. the best. Crystal dash is my jam. Yes. And then you <laughs> also get, you have a regular dash, you hit a button, you kind of dash a little bit forward. Yeah. And you also have a shade dash where you can then dash through enemies and through a lot of objects. Which is very nice. I think we're getting kind of near the end of this. You guys ready to go to questions, comments, or memories? Or any last things to say still? Okay, I'll take that as a no. <laughs> so I posted in a few groups. First is, I try to, uh, I watched the entire Orbit Super Replay. Thank you guys for having comments. I think you guys are putting up with me after all these years, too. <laughs> so, let's see what we got here. First, from Kenny Stoltz, I actually did not like it as much as other people did. I just did not like the combat very much, and that's kind of the whole point of the game. Okay. That's fair. Yeah, I'm surprised. But no, it makes sense. Uh, from Lila Novera, she just put this, and she put Hollow Knight Ambient City of Tears with Rain, just the music. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> I, big thumbs up. <laughs> uh, from Steve Luziter, friend of the show. I played it because it was a PS Plus freebie, not really knowing what to expect, save the opinions I had heard. When I got was a game that was enjoyable and full of wonder. It had a Maccabee beauty too, along with perfectly accompanying music. I love that it knew just when and where to splash the color. Controls were tight and never felt overcomplicated, even after several upgrades. My only complaint was the deepness as someone who struggles with arachnophobia. I wish I had some warning about what I was getting into. It triggered a bit of anxiety attack for me that almost made me have to stop playing the game entirely. I pushed through, but it was a difficult struggle. Oh, I get that. I mean, that, yeah, there should have been a warning with spiders or something, but fucking spiders. And those spiders, I mean, spiders don't bother me, but they bothered me in deep nets. Like, they were just creepy as hell. It's yeah. <laughs> it's the background ambient skittering. It's also the fact yeah. that they come out of the background. Yeah. Because normally you see stuff in the background moving around throughout this game. They don't come out into the foreground to attack you. I'm sure yeah. I'm sure Christopher Larkin had a beautiful song for that area. And then they were like, what? No, we recorded spiders skittering across the room. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> and then from Blake England, friend of the show, the characters you meet in their stories are one of my favorite parts of the game. Who was your favorite NPCs in the game? I know we talked about earlier, but if you guys want to just say it again real fast. 
I'll say Neil Smith for me. What about you, Alyssa? Ooh. Oh, no. Okay, let's see. <laughs> that the lady, the eternal Emily. <laughs> that we call oh, yeah, that we call her. And you, Nate? I'm going to contradict myself from earlier in the show because I don't remember. <laughs> I'm going to go with the the mask, the... The mask lady who tries to eat you. I like I like her. <laughs> All right. And you, Reese? Willow. I like Willow. And Lucas. Oh, last stag all the way. Okay. Right. And then last question from this girl, last comment from this group from Casey Hecox. I just played through this game about two months ago. I kept falling off of it. I think it was mostly due to the hype, but after some hours I started to really get hooked. I need to go back and get some more endings. I want to earn the true ending. It's really an amazing game. Good luck on that one. I hope you can make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> and I got one from the official Laser Time community from friend of the show, Carrie Chandler. This is my number five favorite video game of all time. I started the game shortly after it came to PC, but fell off of it only 30 minutes in because it felt too hard. I came back a year later and something in it just clicked to me. Before I knew it, I was beating the game at 160%, 116% completion. I think you really can't overstate just how important this game has been. The evolution of the Metrovania genre, something for the worse, sometimes for the worse rather than the better. I love it. Right here. And I got one from the Metrovania group from Brad Gilmartin. Did you at least kill Radiance? No. No. (laughs) I wanted to. I really did. But fuck, this game got hard. (laughs) And from the Giant Bomb group, which will be the last I'm going to read from, from David Robison, the soundtrack is on repeat on my Spotify. Even made my most listened album top five last year. That's cool. Wow. I I can't listen to instrumentals, though. Like when I'm driving, I need... Where I need lyrics. I use them for um, whenever I was in school, use them for studying. And then even now, whenever I'm having to write stuff for work, I almost always have like instrumental music playing just as background noise. That Um, helps, though. I would love to get this soundtrack on vinyl. And it is (laughs) incredibly expensive and difficult to find. But it's on my it is on my list of like one day. If even if the price doesn't drop, like one day, I'm just going to have to bite the bullet and drop the money to to be able to have it. Hmm. Okay, I'm gonna have to make sure that Lucas doesn't break into my apartment. Oh boy, do I. Was it just like very limited release then, I assume? Yeah, they haven't done a ton of represses of it. I have to say I can't remember if it was I am 8 bit or who specifically pressed it, but it I remember it was not available for long like it sold out yeah. pretty quickly and they just have not restocked it since i think it's fan gamer if it makes you feel oh, any fan better gamer, yeah. if i can be a little snooty about it if it makes you feel any better they are picture discs and picture discs do always inherently carry a little more noise they sound a little bit worse it's okay. a bit of a bummer that they did not press it to you know a non-picture disc format but that's okay it's still nice to have what you just said meant nothing to me, but I'm sure other people understood it. I know nothing about vinyl. Yeah, no worries. Other than there's a strange part of me that wants to buy all of Taylor Swift's albums on vinyl just to put on my wall, even though I'm not going to do that. But there's a part of me that wants to do that every so often. It, there's a whole, like the whole vinyl community screams every time Square Enix announces a new release because there's like a 75% chance that they're going with a picture disc, uh, okay. which drives everyone a little nuts. <laughs> we call picture discs DVDs. <laughs> yeah, I mean they they are the DVDs compared to Blu-ray, you know. Oh, okay, okay, that that comparison makes sense. I just I don't know much about vinyl, but I'm also not a big music person. I never have been, or a big sound person, yeah. which I find funny because I make a podcast. But <laughs> I'm just not sound isn't 
<laughs> for me, like I can't listen to instrumentals. I need to have, like I was saying, I need to have lyrics when I'm in the car driving. It's the only time I listen to music. And lately, they've been lyrics that are written by Taylor Swift for some reason all the time for the last like hey. three years. But hey, yeah, I don't understand. I've I've said on the show many times. I have an obsession with Taylor Swift music. I don't know why. My wife doesn't know why either, and she has to listen. She's like, "Can we listen to something else?" I'm like, "Of course." And I keep playing more Taylor Swift. Oh my gosh! I just can't. Help. That's all I want to hear. I don't get it. I don't know. I do not understand it at all. But it's a thing. All right, back to comments from <laughs> Matt Stinson. Amazing game. The final fight for the true ending blew totally blew me away. I can't wait for Silk Song from Cody Boren. This was tied with Witcher Three for my most started game. Still never made it past Bloody Baron, but got pretty far in Hollow Knight. Enjoyed it much more than I thought I would. And from Ryan Shepard, I also recently went back because I never finished it. It's one of the most impressive design and cohesive games I've ever played. And from last comment from Alex Arona, this is this is my game of the generation. Okay, that's some high praise there. I think that's totally fair. I mean, uh, it, it goes to show, like, even though they were a small team, like, Team Cherry definitely put a lot of thought into oh, yeah. building this world. And as we've talked about, whether it's bosses or locations or the music or NPCs, like, there is plenty for people to grab onto and be able to enjoy. This just shows you can make a really good game without having to make people grind and work for hours for nothing. Activision. <laughs> so, I mean, again, that some, I mean, cause I mean, it took, I mean, it took years to get this game out, but when you're a small team, you're not spending that much money. I'm sure. So, I mean, it probably yeah, I think, a lot, but I think it action. shows that like, I don't know. It's, it's one of those kind of like indie successes that just, show that like people with any creative ideas should just go for it if they can yeah. like yeah i'm really glad that this game <laughs> exists because it's so it's so good and it's just you know it's difficult yes but like it's just also like such a beautiful game on that note we should go to shelf stacker box and nate why don't you go first this is gonna be on my shelf proudly display it <laughs> This game doesn't have a physical release, right? What did you think of the Radiance? And I'd be like, "Mm." (laughs) hmm. That's a box? I don't remember that. (laughs) I don't think this has a physical... uh, I don't think it does. Maybe through, like, limited run? That's what I was wondering. But I don't think so. Okay. And what about you, Alyssa? Definitely Shelf. I play this game a lot. I really like it because I like that there's so many parts to it. So, yeah. And you made me play it, so... Yeah, <laughs> there is a physical. Sorry, there is a physical edition of it. For oh, that's cool. I own two digital copies of it. Essentially, I own it on two different storefronts digitally. Yeah, I own it on Switch and PS4. I have it on Steam and Epic, and Epic because it was free at one point for a random week. Oh, you can. I'm sorry, FanGamer has a collector's edition for PC, Switch, and PlayStation Four. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that w- this would be cool. I mean, I used to be big at having physical collections of everything, and then I stopped caring. It comes with a map. Oh, Lord. Oh, I'm going to have to get that. I'm going to have to buy this, too. Yeah, I have a map, too. It only cost me less than $6 at FedEx office. Print it out, <laughs> 11 by 17 paper, trim it out, laminate it, go up to the girl who happens to be my friend, Alyssa, checks me out, and then, boom, I have my map. Oh, we... Sorry. I know we're doing self-stacker box. Is this the same, Alyssa, that made you a Hollow Knight Perler bead? Yes, it yeah. is. Which I was that about was, to mention, too. That was it's really on my cool. wall to the right of me. Yeah, that's really cool. I saw that. I was like, damn, that's rad. She makes cool <laughs> ass artwork. And that was since she made me play this game. I'm like, you know, <laughs> this is my payment. 
because this was not going to be on the show when she first mentioned it. She, I was like, no, it's too long. She's like, please. I'm like, no, please. I'm like, ah, fine. I'll do the damn game. I'm going to try that whenever I buy a good game from a retail store. I'm going to go back in and be like, this game was so good. You should pay me something. You should give me something for telling me to play this game. <laughs> she only works with bribery with friends. <laughs> and um, Reese, what about you? Shelf stacker box. I'm going to put this one in the box and then I'm going to put the box on a shelf. <laughs> this is the easiest shelf uh, episode I've been in. Easier than Shadow the Hedgehog? Oh, yeah. It was a little easier than Shadow the Hedgehog. (laughs) Just a little bit. Yeah, I know that was He did weigh the two games in his hand. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's sitting on the shelf right next to Sonic uh, Adventure 2. That's that's where it is. Okay. And what about you, Lucas? Oh, 100% shelf. This is, like I said, I've played through it four times now. It's... In my top 10 of all time, I'm not sure where I want to put it in there yet, but I know that it's there. And then similar to you, I have artwork for it as well. I had a friend from college who made me a lovely little portrait of a grub stuck in his in his little glass tomb. Not stuck in his father's stomach? Not in the stomach. (laughs) Nope. Too bad. Nope, in one, of the collectors, uh, in one of the collector's little jars, and I, it's packed up right now because I had to move. But usually it sits on my desk right next to my PC, and it, it makes me so happy. I love those grubs. And Lucas rubs oh. his stomach while he looks at it and goes, mm. <laughs> but hey, Maybe <laughs> the collector was a good guy after all. He's just trying to save them from getting eaten. Oh, my you know? gosh. Oh, maybe. I, I, you know, again, I'm not going to get over that because I was so happy, and then all of a sudden I saw that. I'm like, what? I just saw a TikTok of the fat grub father and no grubs in the background i was like oh no that's what cued me into it he eats them all and then that tiktok song that's like oh no, oh, no. <laughs> i don't know i didn't click on the tiktok i just saw that image in in youtube but yeah i might i only surprised. Was, oh no fucking take i need to start a tiktok for this podcast but i have not yet because i don't make video of content of any sort and i'm like eh, i could i've thought about it all right now go last I'm going to put this on the shelf, too. I came into this game with no in, with no real interest in mind, and I was blown away by how much I enjoyed this game. Like, I had an amazing time with Hollow Knight. I, I loved it. I don't want to play it again just because it, it's a game that would absorb me in a way that I'm not comfortable with. <laughs> so, and, but it came at the right time, too. Like, I, I had more free time the week that I was playing this, so it worked out well, and, but... Yeah, I, I loved it. It's a great game. I'm so happy I finally played it. I'm also happy that Alyssa made my brother beat that I get to look at now and remember that I beat this damn game. So Did did Lucas go? Yeah, put on the shelf. Oh. Top shelf. Top shelf. Oh, I did. The grub, he was talking about the grub thing, too. Um, oh, that's right. I you were just that. shocked when you I mean, you know, brought... You mean five minutes ago? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, okay, I'm glad that we all really enjoyed this game. I kind of I figured that was going to happen, but it's just funny. Like when I when Alyssa first pitched this idea, and I like I was like, okay, if I can find guests, so I asked the people that are if part. You that, can find guests. Oh, I didn't know. Like I didn't know we were that into the game. Can, like Hollow Knight. Does anyone out there even like this game? You see, again, <laughs> I yeah, for some reason this game is complete <laughs> blind spot in in my like world. Like I didn't know anything, and it was just surprising because I live in video game world, and there's yeah. nothing like. I didn't even know people want to play it. So I asked the group that I made suffer and played Child the Hedgehog and Nate and Reese. I'm like, well, do you want to play this? Like, yeah, sure. I'm like, okay, good. I got, I got some guests. Okay, listen, we'll do it. And then later on, when I posted, we're doing it. Two good friends of, of the show, Blake and Carrie, were both like, hey, I'll be on. I'm like, oh, I didn't. I already got people, but I, like, I appreciate it. But I didn't expect anybody to even care. Like, yeah, I was I just think... blown away by the amount of people that love this game and and like 
I, I did not expect that when I first put it on the show. It's also weird. It got a lot more love than Shadow the Hedgehog, dude. It's so strange. God, that game's uh, terrible. You kind of you kind of owed everyone that you made play Shadow the Hedgehog. <laughs> I did. That's the only reason why we did this. <laughs> that was one of the. I think Shadow the Hedgehog is one of the worst games I've done on the show in a long time. Let me. We game. all boxed it too. Terrible yeah. game. Let me tell you, I uh, I use the GG app to like you know list games that I beat this year. And the I can't find the list now. Now I feel embarrassed that I, even I make a list up. for every game I beat every year on a notepad and I keep track of every game I beat and the date I beat it. I've been playing really good games this year. And then there's like Shadow the Hedgehog. <laughs> like, oh, it's terrible. I mean, we will do more Sonic at some point because I want to do I want to do Sonic Heroes just to just to mark that off. I need to play Sonic Adventure one day just to fucking play Sonic Adventure one day. Yeah, I'm down. Let's do it. I'll play. We'll see. We'll see what happens next. I haven't. We'll see what happens next season. I can't guarantee anything. I haven't started next season yet. Trying not to because I just started the season. So I'm trying not to plan for next season yet. (laughs) For what it's worth, since I didn't feel like I really said this, I think this is like I think this is one of the best video games I've ever played in my life. Like, I think this game is incredible. It is. It it really is. The enemies design we didn't talk about really just it's all really great. It all plays so well. Yeah, it's, it's not my favorite Metroidvania because I it doesn't have enough Vania elements to it for me. I can't level. That's my problem. But other than that, I loved it. And that's not the game's fault. That's a personal thing with me. Oh, God, even though we're just about done with the show, we didn't talk about the banker. We got to talk about the banker before we wrap Aww, this up. Oh, Mirabelle. So how pissed were people when they first found out the banker just steals your money and runs away? <laughs> I was so I... upset when I first played this game. I was like, are you kidding me? Because I put so much money in there. Oh. I don't trust I don't trust anyone in video games who is like, I'll watch your money for you. It's like, nah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I did not use which, her my first playthrough, so yeah. I, I did not know about that until my second playthrough. But I can understand why people would be upset. <laughs> it is. It is kind of funny, though. <laughs> The She's also hard bank. to get to. <laughs> She's not easy to get to. Like, I didn't experience it, so I can laugh. But <laughs> um, You wouldn't be laughing if you experienced it without knowing. <laughs> right. You're like, true. oh, this character's so cute. Let me put money in the little bank. And then you come back and it just falls down because it's a cutout. Oh, my God. It's a cardboard cutout <laughs> with the banker just sitting there. Which yeah. Is, once again, it has to be one of those conversations, just like Soul Time in Second Phase, where they're like, oh, we should have a banker. Yeah, you're right. And then they're like, steals the money. Cardboard cutout falls down. Like, and she yes. goes to a hard, she goes to an area that's not easy to find either. She goes to the hot springs in the city tier, in that you can't find. Well, you have to have a certain key to find access to it. Yeah. Then you get well, wouldn't the crap you, out of you embezzled a bunch of money from one person? <laughs> What you do if you embezzle from your employer is you just go into it, you, you get in a, in a car, you drive to a random motel that has a peephole where the guy's just staring at you, and then you just stay there the night, and then you don't have to worry about it anymore. That's the my Psycho reference that I just had to make for some reason. I don't know. That's what came in my head when you said embezzle. Oh, yeah. Psycho. I love Psycho. I was it's like, been, I don't get this reference. But yeah, yeah she it's does. It's an old-ass movie. movie. That's why. <laughs> it wasn't the best reference either. But that's what I, I mean, it's, it's, like, it's one of those like subplots that are so sub, it's considered underground. Yeah, well, it's not even really like in that movie. I mean, she goes there, then she gets killed, and the whole point yeah, of the movie is like, you it's know, it's not even remotely the point. <laughs> no, the point is that he's killing people, not the fact that she stole money and ran away, then got murdered at a hotel. 
Uh, but someone in the 60s when that movie came out was like, well, that wouldn't happen if she didn't embezzle that money. So, like, go capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the funny thing is you're 100% right. And it wasn't just the 60s. It was sure the 90s, 2000, 2010, 2020. Yeah. <laughs> just people out there. Okay. Last thing, but oh, the banker thing is just hilarious to me. Like, I knew about it because you guys put it in the chat before I got there. So I was like, oh, so then I knew and looked it up. But I otherwise, I would have been completely surprised and not happy either. So I purposely triggered her because I was just like, I'm like, I don't need Geo anymore. So here, take the Geo and hold on to it. And I'll go murder you later because I don't care. So yeah. Yeah. All right. I think it's, yeah, I think that's everything we need to say this time. Finally, I think we're done. All right. And Alyssa, where can people find you at? I am on Instagram. My Instagram handle is Alyssa Billy. I have perler art on there. I will post the picture of the Hollow Knight thing that I did. <laughs> For me. And Nate, do you have anything you want to plug? you have a friend you wanted to plug? Yeah, uh, two things. You can follow me on Twitter. Sometimes I make jokes. Uh, that's at Interata <laughs> underscore. Um, and then you should go watch my friend Cody play video games on his Twitch. I think he was playing some Pokemon Iron Man, which seems to be the hot new thing on Twitch. What the fuck uh, is but Pokemon he's also Iron done. Man? Don't ask me. Uh, it's like hardcore Pokemon, I think. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, it's just fun to watch, I guess. A Pokemon Iron Man challenge. Yeah. Uh, he also has done some Nuzlocke runs in the past, which are very fun uh to watch his twitch is twitch.tv slash ambient potato okay and, and tell him inarata sent you <laughs> <laughs> and lucas do you have anything to plug or where people can find you at you know if people want to find me they can on twitter it'll be lucas adam 643 other than that nothing to plug well, if you I'll have plug, i'll plug his Nightmare King Grim Fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, that's, that's, yeah. that's YouTube.com slash capital M Lorcas. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, no, other, I'll put it in the show note. Other than that, um I I might be getting into streaming here soon in the next month or two, looking at buying some equipment, but so be on the lookout for that, I guess, if you want to. But other than that, I need to do that one day. I, mean, I, I keep thinking about it and I keep thinking about it, but I haven't done it yet with streaming. I really want to. But I'm in the same boat. Like I need to buy a better PC if I'm going to start streaming than what I than the laptop I use for this. Because I feel like I need a PC setup for streaming. That's neither here nor there. All right. If you enjoyed this show's 350 other damn episodes you listen to, go check those out. We do cover a few Metrovanias. I'm not going to read them out because I don't want to and didn't look it up ahead of time. But we do cover. We did a bunch of them. So I definitely go check that out. And I also, oh, anyone give a shout out to my awesome intro and outro, courtesy of Helena at Hell Has Fear. You can follow her on TikTok. She made our music. And we have a Patreon. For as little as a dollar, you can vote in our Patreon right now. We have the first of three, three spook polls. So you can vote. If we're going to cover either The Lodge, The Thing, Stephen King's It, Chapter One, or some other film that I cannot recall off the top of my head. But there are <laughs> The Omen. That's what it is. So go vote. Little dollar, you can vote in our Patreon poll. Please do. It makes me very happy, and you can do effect on the show. Everyone vote the thing. Actually, I'd be happy with that too. Right now, the lodge was winning. I'm not okay with that. So the thing is so good. Yeah, I definitely want to see that. I'm I'm okay with seeing that movie. I wanted to see it, but that's not winning. So, but yeah, go vote. Little dollar, go vote in the poll. Make me happy. You only can't do it for one month. Go vote. Make me happy. (laughs) <laughs> and I want to give a shout out to my buddy Bill Tucker who did the MCU movies with me he started his own podcast a gamer looks at 40 you can follow him you can find his podcast he interviews people about how games affect their life really good show very quality show definitely check him out 
And last thing to say, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube, audio only. And we have a Discord. I need to mention that now. We have a Discord. So if you want to join it, you'll see a link in the show notes. You can join our Discord and chat with us. Because we're in there, some of us. So yeah, go do that. All right, that's everything I need to say. So we will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody.